0: They're about to blast on us.
1: The black Nerds, blitz rush, i will turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking
0: about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. All the latest movies, anime, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to. The The
2: I'm Nana. I'm Big T. I'm Martin. And I'm Stevie.
1: And welcome to episode 198 of Blurs Are Us. We had a little bit of an impromptu week off. Um, my laptop uh, cable decided to die. Um, by the time um, Amazon was going to deliver me a new one, it would just made more sense just to call the week off and just, you know, everyone just recharge. Um, watch everything that we ha- had set for that week uh, also we got big t back he's been doing all types of little adventures um yep. in the last couple of weeks so it just felt it just felt right just to chill um so we're gonna have a, a much longer episode than we normally would uh we're gonna be covering a whole heap of stuff um stuff that I dropped on netflix amazon prime news trailers um just a whole deep bunch of different things but before we get into all that like how's everyone been just in general You
2: was to go first. <laughs> like, um, I'll go first since I'm back. Um, I've been good. I've had a mad couple of weeks, like you said, um, which is why I couldn't be on. Um, my I've had like everyone's birthday in the last two weeks: my dad's birthday, my wife's birthday, my mom's birthday. All in the space of like a week and a half. So my bank account got rinsed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I expected it, it. got shanked. Like it was it was it was like it got the Omni Man treatment. <laughs> 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 but um but yeah, no, it was good. It was good. I went down to Bath um for my dad's sixtieth. Bunch of the family went down. We rented like a little mansion kind of villa thing out there. So that was really nice. Um then for my wife's birthday, just did like a surprise kind of party for in the park. Um, had some friends and family come down. Again, that was nice. Um, and then for my mom's, went down to the house and just had like another family day. So I had six days booked off of work. I was expecting to relax and chill. Didn't get to chill a single day. Mm. It was just, it, I was more tired than if I was at work, to be honest. So I'm mm. glad to be back <laughs> Back at work so I can relax.
0: Fast, fast, fast.
2: Yeah, no, it's been good, man. I've been all right. I've been good. Cool. Martin, what's
0: been up having with you? Just a quick little... Yeah, um, nothing much, really. Um, Yeah, chilled, I guess, chilled week. Um, Yeah, got literally watching a lot of um, anime, manga, still. Well, reading manga, still. Mm. Um, Yeah. um, Speaking of the manga, anime, let me just quickly run through what I've been reading and watching. Actually I was just as well been watching this easier. Um so To Eternity, um that's the one where the rock the space rock comes to Earth and then starts to um basically learn about life on Earth. Um How Not to Summon a Demon Lord season two, Cestus, the Roman Fighter, Godzilla Singular Point, The Mighty Ducks, Summer Spider So What? Um 86 Shawman King, Tokyo Revengers, combatants will be dispatched, Eden Zero, Godzilla, um, single point. And lastly, Moesha. Um, I'm towards the end of season three of Moesha. Um so yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to.
3: Nice, 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 Stevie. And you and you got all of that done, and you you've been working this week as well. Isn't it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fucking yeah. I've so. <laughs> it. Speak <laughs> also like an introductory to to my work, so um, don't have a long, don't have a huge workload at all. Everything starts Monday, 9 a.m. So, um, I am actually get my laptop on Friday. Um, so I've got myself set up and everything like that. Probably after record, I'm just gonna open up quickly, um, see if I can sign in everything and all right and everything. Um, ready for tomorrow. Nice,
1: that's dope.
3: We,
0: yeah,
1: that's dope. Stevie, what have you been up to?
0: Um,
3: well, if uh, you guys know about this, but uh, mm. yeah, my my boy went into hospital um, on Friday and had a fucking heart operation, nice. um, which was pretty fucking scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but it went extremely well. Nice. Um, they're like said basically it could have taken six hours, took him two hours, and it was the best sort of operation that the surgeon had had for like i don't know a good long while so yeah, yeah extremely nice. extremely happy about how my boys he, still hobbling around because mm-hmm. they they make the incision into the main artery in his groin um yeah so uh, uh but um he's like a fucking spring chicken you know he's chatting away he's basically spending all his time playing computer games and yeah i bought him i bought him a, a switch uh what was it um mario 3d worlds nice. and bowser's revenge Ah, um, oh, that's good yeah i bought him that for for the hospital mm. so yeah he's been spot the shelf <laughs> and we went and got like a an indian last night and mm. on the way home we we stopped off and got a subway because that's what he's been hankering for so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no it's pretty scary when you're you, one of your own Mm. Um, ends up in hospital and has to have like a yeah of course the thing is i probably ought to be used to it because this boy is like the most accident prone boy (laughs) in the entire world he's already like at the age of three ran into the road and got hit by a car oh broke his leg so (laughs) he's like he's he's jumped on the sofa and bounced off and uh smacked his forehead on on a like a cat scratching post and had to have like uh have it glued back up, his forehead glued back up again. Oh, wow. And, oh, he is, yeah, he's, he's, his facial awareness ain't, ain't <laughs> I, I, As you're
1: telling, I, as you're saying all that, I, I keep thinking of, um, just the Invincible title card just getting bloody
0: and For bloody, real? bloody and bloody, <laughs> bloody, and bloody <laughs> girl, story. Oh, wow. Freaking <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Man. Uh, when he got back in school, was he high as a kite as well?
3: Oh fuck me it was so funny um he he was obviously he came out of surgery and then spent the night in hospital being sort of mm. monitored and um, my wife video called me because um, I wasn't allowed in the bloody hospital there was yeah, only like perfect. one person one one adult was allowed in with mm. him so yeah my wife was in there with him and I was just like kicking around Southampton for for the day sort of like trying to keep myself busy
4: mm-hmm.
3: and uh, yeah she she video called me he was tripping his nuts off he was oh, he Adamant did. that like my wife and i were like white trash from south park <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah there was oh man some of the stuff he said was just far out but it was very he was very sweet like when he when when i went came on he was he was like oh i love
4: you dad <laughs> i was like
3: fuck <laughs> yeah i haven't told him that he doesn't remember any of it anyway so oh uh... <laughs> <laughs> is... so but yeah no so so that's pretty you know i've i've, I've just been working and, and that and trying to watch all the fucking shit that you guys have like thrown at me fucking yeah. hell
2: yeah
3: so much but mm. yeah um movies wise um in addition to everything else i've watched prometheus with uh with the kids nice um uh which was quite fun and um always sunny in philadelphia uh, watched the first seven episodes of season one which is yes. fucking amazing. Yes. <laughs> so and actually we watched that with my daughter and then my son wanted to watch start watching it. So we went and watched all the episodes again. <laughs> and <laughs> nice. they didn't they didn't lose their 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 humor. They they were just as funny and cringe the second second yeah. time. No it holds
2: up man. I um have you seen it before?
3: No, no, this is the thing. I have heard people talk about it. I've seen it, like, plugged on Netflix for ages. And I've just been – I looked at it and kind of went, is this going to be like – another just just another, like, series. And I've heard a few people just said that they really enjoyed it. And we've been working our way through the office. And I Mm. think we were just looking for something else to, Mm. to watch. And I was like, let's just try it out. And, yeah, it was, like, the first episode went you know watched that and then it was <laughs> just um, carried on throughout the rest That's so, so yeah. funny it
2: it so sucks good. you in man like I, i've seen it before um and I, I must have seen the whole 15 seasons probably about three or four times now do you know what I mean? 15 wow. I re- seasons 15 seasons yeah it's the longest <laughs> <Holy> running, um, <laughs> longest running sitcom ever wow. you know What i mean um, oh, but they're yeah. all
3: such arseholes. It's so... You, you just want to see what el- uh, what else they get into. Like, it's... Uh, it, it holds up as well. Every,
2: uh, every episode of every season is great. Like, there's never... There's no bad season. There's no, like, bad episodes. The quality holds up. You know, like, The Simpsons, after a certain amount of time, started getting weak, or a lot of shows start to, like, lose their quality. Mm. It holds up. Like, it really does. Yeah. And it's amazing. amazing. And I'm, I'm not going to get into any spoilers or anything, but some of some of the things that the actors do, do you know what I mean, for this show, yeah. is amazing. It's pointless, <laughs> but it may, it's amazing. Do you know what I mean? It, it may, especially um, the guy that plays Mac, because this is his show. He's the creator of this show. He it was Which one's he? Like
3: he... The... So there's the the guy who's just like. Um just he rubs everyone up the wrong way. Who's sort of like, he looks the youngest out of them all. In the first episode, there was the guy who uh, all the gay guys liked. Um, and then there's yeah, the other guy who's obsessed with the girl and the, the woman in the, um yeah. in the cafe. So,
2: yeah. So the one that's obsessed with the woman in the cafe, that's Charlie. He's, yeah. he's fucking hilarious. Um, the one that all the gay guys are after, that's Dennis. He's fucking hilarious. Uh, and the one that looked the youngest, that's Mac. Um, and he's the one who created the show. He created the show, yeah. O- originally, oh, amazing! I didn't know that. Originally, it was like a short little, like um, just a little sketch of. I think you might have seen it by now. Have you seen the episode um, Charlie gets cancer? <laughs> it's,
3: so, yeah. it's so offensive, isn't it?
2: So you know, you know when Dennis comes around and he's like, oh, "I need to borrow the basketball," and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I've got cancer," and he's like, oh, okay." Like, uh, can you know, I sell the to- basketball? <laughs> yeah and he just (laughs) wants the basketball and he wants to leave like he doesn't want to stay in the chat
4: yeah
2: that originally that was the original short little sketch that he made um and then that turned into this show and then it just blew up from there do you know what i mean but um all three male actors they write the show as well they're the writers um so i mean that's why i think it holds up because they know those characters so well and Oh fucking hell. I love so there's a show. bit it's of a of my... meta
3: a bit of a meta bit in there then. If it's the three guys who write the show, they're the ones who own the bar. And it, like exactly. at one point in one of the episodes they have a vote and the sister wants to have be in on the vote and they're like, No, you don't yeah. own the bar, so exactly. you don't get a vote.
2: <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff like that. Like there's there's one episode later on in one of the later series called The Gang um The Gang Tries to Win an Award or something like that. And basically it's about the bar trying to win an award for best bar but it's clearly a meta kind of episode about the show
3: commenting trying to win on an, the types right. of shows
2: that win awards and how they've never won an award but there's do you know what i mean it's so good man it's so good um i think there's another episode called the gang gets the gang gets woke or the gang some something <laughs> oh I, I tried to think what they do in that mate every episode is amazing i can't wait i'm so jealous that you're watching this again for the first time even though like i said it holds up every time i watch it it's it holds up i crack up every time i wasn't planning on watching the whole 15 seasons again i just started it (laughs) and then before i knew it i was done with the whole 15 seasons wow and but no it's so good man it's so good like i said i recently i recently did a rewatch of it as well and I don't regret it. I want to watch it again now. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll
3: keep up. you guys um, posted then on uh, on the like the episodes that I get through. Then
0: you guys make me want to watch it now.
3: Yeah, I've never, oh, so I've, I've, I've never watched it. Um, uh, T has. Oh, been, Nana, you would love. You haven't to seen watch this for one. Man. A long
2: time. It's so it's so non PC because <laughs> because because it came out. It started so long ago when everything was a bit looser with the with like this pc culture and they've maintained it they haven't changed do you know what i mean and somehow they get away with it the first episode is called the gang gets racist that's the first episode do you know what i mean yeah,
3: that's right the the guy's like one of the guys is um dropping the n-word as well isn't he yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh it's
2: so good man. and when they're playing dominoes uh oh, <laughs> <good. laughs> like, Domino's, bitch! <laughs> uh, it's so funny. No, guys, you need to watch it, man. Stevie, yeah, yeah. have you seen that meme that's going around, or that little, whatever you want to call it, saying that the cast of um, of Always Sunny should be the Fantastic Four? No! So, that's actually good, though. They could be, couldn't they? It's good, in it? Do you know what I mean? And you haven't seen season two yet. Season two is when Danny DeVito comes into it as... Oh, as um, as as Frank, I won't get into. It. I'll, I'll let you watch it. But they're saying Danny DeVito can be the thing. Um, Mac <laughs> can be. Oh, I've <laughs> seen
0: it. I've seen that meme. Mac... I also didn't get a reference till today.
2: Yeah, Mac. Um, they're saying should be Mister Fantastic. Um, Charlie, the one that loves off the the waitress, he should be the Human Torch. Uh, Sweet D, the sister, obviously should be um, the Invisible Girl, and Dennis, the the one that. The the brother, he should be Dr. Doom. And yeah, I think that's amazing, man. That is excellent. Yeah, that's so good. I would watch that, and they should keep their characteristics from Always Sunny. Do you know what I mean? That would be so jokes to see the Fantastic Four with the dynamics and characters (laughs) of Always Sunny.
3: That would crack me up, man. Oh, dear. What's the woman called? Um, Um, Sweet D. Sweetie, there's in one of the episodes she's on a phone to her mum saying that she's going out tonight. She's got a, she's meeting one of her like her friend Dennis or no friend Danny or something like that. Yeah, and then then uh, <laughs> she puts her phone down and picks up a and is like hi, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, mate, trust me, it's so good, there. man. The whole show is so, so good. Funny. Yeah, it's well funny um so yeah so there's that and um i've also watched mitch the mitchells versus the machines i think we're gonna do we're gonna that. Talk, next we're, gonna, week. we're gonna talk about gonna... that next week so yeah, yeah. So i won't i All won't right. say give my any rating on it but yeah. i've watched it. i i saw it as well <laughs>
0: Oh, look at you guys getting ahead of the game! Like, do you know, know? I didn't even, I didn't even realize I was on there. I just saw it on uh, Netflix. I thought, oh, this is interesting to watch. So, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll
3: talk about that. To be week. honest with you, we we were watching it because it was something for the kids to yeah. sort of like mm-hmm. distraction
0: and everything like that. So, I mean, I'm a big kid, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't resist. <laughs> mm. Well, that's me then. All right, cool. So,
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go next. But, um, but just so that uh, listeners are familiar. Uh, we at Bloods of have a very unique rain system. We call it the chicken rain system. Um, so if something is absolutely terrible, we give it bones, then quarter chicken, half chicken, three piece. And if it's a creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. Um, so I've watched a couple of little things. Before I go into that, I've had like uh, a not so great week. So my, my laptop charger busted. Uh, someone side swiped my car, side mirror, and just didn't leave there. Friggin' details properly, and to claim through insurance, it was just gonna be so much more money and lose my no claim bonus that it's like, in a sense, it's not worth it. So I'm just mm. now grinding, like, my cro- my car looks kind of ghetto anyway, but now it looks even worse. Um, gaffer tape. Oh, uh, nah, man. Gaffer tape is even gonna. Gonna do it any justice, G- man. It's actually absolutely-
0: solves all problems. Oh, uh, no, nah, it's 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 mash beyond repair, man. Listen, we have American football teammates, right? Just call a couple of them, right? to roll up in pads and everything like that. I just knock on the guy's door and say, I don't know, I don't
1: have his details. If I had his details, I wouldn't be stressing because I'm not gonna call him up and be like, yo, like, you know, let's sort this out without going through insurance. Like, you fucked up, mm. you you damaged my side mirror. Give me money, or you know, contact your mechanic and get them to fix it. But he didn't leave his correct details, or my mum didn't write his details right. And the guy well, was can uh, always
0: flip the car over. The, the <laughs> guy, the guy was
1: going was looking to do a run anyway. If it weren't for the fact that my mum was outside, he'd have just left like it was nothing, innit? Um, so she
3: didn't get his uh, registration number. She
1: got the registration number, but again, to go f- to get any other deals, I'd have to go through the insurance. It's not, it's not worth the cost of the side mirror. Do you know I'm? Do you see, you see mm. what I'm saying?
3: Like. But- Surely they can just track whoever owns that car, and then you can say, "Well, that person." Yeah, but whether that, they, that, you got their telephone this, number this or This is the
1: issue that counts as a claim, and before anything even gets done, that's two hundred fifty pounds for processing the claim, and then I lose my no claims yeah. bonus. Like I said, and like at this stage in life, it's not worth the cost of getting it fixed myself. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I would rather have this guy fix it, but it is what it is, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Some people yeah. are just are, some people are just scumbags, isn't it? Like. I've, I've been in a situation mm. I've done that I've clicked someone's side mirror and I've obviously contacted the guy and I've arranged to pay for it to get fixed you know what I mean because again going through insurance yeah, like is so much worth the hassle because let's say for example me with like four years no claims my insurance is a £1,000 if, if my uh, no claims resets back to zero my insurance could then maybe go up to back to, up to like £1,500 or even 2000 like it's a mm. lot of money for mm. something that isn't in a sense that necessarily that big of a deal so
3: what the uh, fuck are you driving man that's
1: not a little a little, so <laughs> a, a little voxel astra man i'm not even driving anything too too fancy is
3: that, is that just because you live in london
1: yeah living in london i've been driving for maybe
3: i want to say eight years now maybe <clears throat> without like re- without breakdown my car insurance is something like 230 quid what for the year
4: Oh, that's,
3: that's fully comp. That's no claims bonus protected. That's like that's because you've been driving for like, the work. Like, that's because you're obviously a, a little bit older and you've also been. Oh yeah, are you playing the age? Card no, now? no, because yeah. even yeah. Even, yeah, yeah. even my mum, like
1: her insurance is like maybe like one seventy for the year. And mm. it's just because she's been driving for like, I don't know, 20 plus yeah. years. Uh, and she's never yeah. had to cl- like, claim on insurance for like maybe like the last 10. Yeah. So
3: her no well, I bonus have got is, like 12, 12 years plus no claims. See, this, there you go. So, and, and I live in the countryside. Exactly. Where? So it's not hmm. worth That's hassle. the worst thing you is the
1: sheep. But uh, <laughs> one good thing to offset that is obviously I've finally got myself a nice gaming chair. That's what I'm actually uh, recording from today. Oh, I've oh, kind oh. of organized the setup so I can sit in the chair. <laughs> so I can a little bit, be a little bit more comfortable. Um, and, you know, it's nice. Like, I can now game for about three, four hours, and my, my bum is just nice and and cool and chilled. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. been a nice little thing to, to have. Um, I finally got around to watching Romeo Must Die and Crave to the Grave. Um, you know what, yeah? Like, they're both amazing films still. Like, they both get whole chickens. There are some, like, slightly... Do you know, I wouldn't even say it is dated special effects. Like, it's one of those ones that I don't understand why they chose to, like, add some, like, slow motion scenes. I guess it's around the time when, like, the Matrix was happening. So people were just trying to jump on it and just had some of those scenes put in there. Um, but it was just such a nostalgic nostalgic trip. Um, the music was sick, which obviously, you know, where it includes uh, music from DMX, music from Aliyah. Uh, it was just funny, just looking back at this film, like, now that I'm so into American football, there were so many aspects of my life growing up here that American football was a part of it. And I just did not put it together. Like, Mm. I remember watching, um, uh, not The Longest Yard. There's the one with um, Little Giants and that's an American football movie. And again, I loved that movie as a kid. Um, And again, just watching watching things that has American football and I was like, oh snap, I do that now. Like, I play that. Um... Just also, like, following a little, down a little rabbit hole. Um, I found out also that Aaliyah was meant to be in Matrix 2 and 3. Um, but obviously, sadly, she passed away and her role was recast. It's so it was just a bit of an interesting little bit Whoa. of trivia to find. Um, how did she pass away, man? Um, she died in a plane crash. Her, oh. p- her plane was, um, over-, oh, o- over, I think it was a private plane that was overloaded from. Um, too much luggage and also I think they said mm. that the pilot had like traces of like cocaine in the system and he also wasn't like licensed to drive that particular plane so it was all just a bit of a mm-hmm. big mess and just fuckeries, isn't it? Um, but again, watching that back and it was sad like one, Aaliyah was a very pretty lady. I, 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 it, again, What going back to what she's saying, like, she said I was like, raw. one, she was pretty pretty, two, she was actually very talented like even though like, you know, she's not putting like an A-list actor's Performance like she, you know, it was the early days, and so you can see like she was learning. If she hadn't passed away, I think she could have, you know, gone on to have a, a very good acting career as well as a music career. Um, mm. also with, with Romeo Must Die, yeah, DMX was not in that film as much as I remember it. I feel he's in it a lot, but he's hardly in it. And obviously, Crazy to the Grave that film obviously centers around him a little bit more. Um, and again, it was is enjoyable film, give it a whole chicken. Um, it was just anything to watch and I would highly recommend it if anyone has any spare time to go back and watch them. Like, they're really good. And also, it just reminded me like how sick Jet Lee was back in the day. And to be honest, he's pro- he'd probably kick my ass right now, but do you know what I mean? It was, it was just cool seeing him kind of like in his prime, so to speak. Do you know what I mean? And it was a, a bit annoying that we didn't get a movie with him and Jackie Chan back in those days. I think we finally got a movie with them two in it and like, 2015 um but obviously you know they're both a little bit older uh they I don't think we actually even got them fighting against each other for a very long time and in in a, in a in a serious manner but um it was just cool to see um I'm at some point I'm probably gonna go down a rabbit hole and watch um some more DMX films some more Jet Li films and some more Aaliyah films um another reason why we didn't record last weekend is um you know I had spent a lot of my time watching the nfl draft um so i kind of slacked on watching um things of the podcast but it was an enjoyable experience as always um now obviously this bit here i'm gonna get you guys to chime in, in as well uh we last week we had invincible uh finale uh mm. and also we've had the season two and three confirmed um finale 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 whatever
2: finale <laughs>
1: Um, oh, the finale! The finale! Do <laughs> you know what? Like, like, obviously we've we've had our WhatsApp group, so Everyone's been kind of chiming in on what their opinion is. Um, I did like the series overall, but it just didn't do enough for me. Um, like, and again, it's one of those ones. Yeah, like, probably I am the action junkie. I like things to be quite fast paced. I, I like things to be at like a breakneck speed. Um, but. I just wasn't, like, I liked it. I just wasn't in love with it. Do you know what I mean? Like, even after the first episode, yeah, if it wasn't for that last five minutes, yeah, I would have been at, like, maybe like a half chicken free piece, it. That last five minutes, yeah, kept me wanting to watch more on it. And mm-hmm. as, as each episode went on, I still wanted more. It just didn't, I just didn't love it. And there was like, there was moments in, episode, in in the in the finale that just made me like, just roll my eyes and just like, kind of annoyed me. Um. And I thought I put like what? I, I thought I wrote notes for it. I, clearly I didn't. Um just like I just think like sometimes like people just humans just need to accept that we we ain't shitting it. Like it's not every day if someone comes along, here, yeah, and is is that insanely powerful, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I sometimes feel like we should just lay down and accept and see what happens, in it. Rather than causing all this madness and all that death, yeah. For a being that, for the most part, seems utmost indestructible, isn't it? And I didn't like the fact that what's her name, the black chick. After all that happened, um, yeah, Amber. Amber. I didn't like the fact that she tried to come back and be like, "Oh, Mark, now I love you. Now I want to be with you." Like, mm. get the fuck out of here, man!
0: Like, she wasn't that dramatic.
1: Jeez. She wasn't that dramatic, <laughs> but it was enough to piss. It was it. was enough to piss me off in it. She got on my nerves in it. Yeah. And there were just little moments through the last two episodes here that I just I just wasn't in love with it. So I, I overall for Invincible I'm gonna give it a three piece in it. Uh, I'm gonna pass mm-hmm. it on to Big T to hear. You just give a quick surface thoughts on your
2: rating, and, and then we'll move on to the next person. Okay. Um. I I love the show. Mm-hmm. Um. I I think that like you said about the first episode, it held your attention, but it wasn't really nothing special until the last five minutes. Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of the point. It kind of like tricked you into thinking oh this is just going to be another kind of any superhero cartoon like another spider-man or something like that to the point where the episode ended that last five minutes was a post credits thing and like God, that what a leveled fucking... it up to the next levels like and to mm. me it 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 maintained that high quality i think there were some episodes that weren't as shocking as other mm-hmm. ones like obviously episode 1 ended very shocking um episode 2 ended with him like attacking that planet and just going in mm. um and again that was amazing the animation in that scene was incredible um the and then there were some like quieter episodes mm-hmm. and some that picked up on the action again but all in all i don't think it ever got less, like, I don't think there's an episode that was lower than a, 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 um, a three-piece, mm. but the majority of them, to me, were whole chickens, and to me, the whole show is a whole chicken. Oh, um that, that finale episode, I don't get, like, I get what you're saying, and a three-piece from your rating is still good, mm-hmm. but, I like, as an action junkie that you are, I don't know what more you wanted. Like, if we're getting into spoilers, like, the action see to me i like action as well in it but action needs to have stakes and it needs to have emotion behind it and reason and like the stakes in this were so high like yeah it 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 was like like you say like what can we do as humans what can we do Mm. to the point where even what can invincible do invincible is the second most powerful person behind omni-man but his lack of experience and his young age makes him no match for Omni Man, yeah. and it's like this is like we're fucked. Like, what what can actually happen to stop this guy? There's nothing, and it kept going and going and when he like and, and the destruction mm. and the, the mm. civilians being killed, like oh, like I said, Get twisted.
1: There were there were some some good moments in it. Um, yeah. Again, I I'm, I'm quite annoyed at myself. I didn't write notes to why. I just wasn't feeling it. Like, they were just... I, yeah, I just was Like, again, I was enjoying it, but I, I wasn't, like, blown away. I wasn't, like, a super ecstatic. And, like... I, I was blown away, even, and, man. I and, was, and, and, and only man, like... Not in a sense, giving up. Obviously, I understand why he gave up and stopped what he did, yeah. But I just felt like, <laughs> for someone that's so, like... I love my planet. I'm all, like, so on it, yeah. That little moment, and after everything that he had just done as well, there's to be like, okay, well you know i'm just uh, on second thought i'm just gonna dip out i again out mm. like for me i would have liked in a sense for a little bit more devastation for omni man and maybe they find a what found a way to like teleport him off dimension or something where you know like i wanted a bad guy to win in a sense like and well he did like he did but he didn't because <laughs> he left, and he's given them now time to prep for everyone that's nah, going to be coming. Bro, he won, like he won.
2: Who won, if not Omni Man in that episode? bro? Omni Man didn't yeah. win. Yeah, how because, did he not win? Because, he chose cause... to leave. He won. Invincible was there, broke up with tooth missing, looking like he was. He was always fucked, so. Wasn't the, he? The, the reason why I say he
1: did he didn't win, yeah, and this is to be seen later on, yeah. Now, mm. has he abandoned his post in the sense that? he is no longer going to be the person that come, like kind of comes and flattens Earth in it, yeah? Or has he gone to get backup? Because for me, it doesn't make sense for him to go and get backup, because you don't need no backup. So he's basically now defected, and what we're probably going to get in season two is... Mark and everyone's like training to fight the other Omni. Um, I can't. What, what's their race? You, what's Vultomites. their race? called? Vult- might yeah. share, and an Omni man's gonna come and be like, "Oh, I've had a change of heart, and I'm not gonna fight." Nah, man, that's like I don't want that. That's dead, man. Like that's you, so, can't, you that, can't. That's can't so cliche.
2: On what you think's gonna happen I, I, in the future? Again, I'm,
1: I'm not saying that's a definite thing, but like it, it's one of those ones. Like it, it became too form- f- f- formulaic. I think that's the right word. And I, I like the fact that this started off being different. And then as it progressed it, just became it just became so much like the other superhero genre films that we've seen, isn't it? And for me, that knocked it. Do you know what I mean?
2: See, I, I get I okay. get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But I have to respectfully disagree. I think I think it maintained the the like so many times the episodes would escalate in ways that I didn't like you wouldn't see coming, do you know what I mean? Like the whole episode mm. with um, who was that black guy that turned to stone? And like they was go and then uh, like, yeah. oh yeah him you yeah. Know that, what I mean? The
1: that, way that escalated, I can agree with you on crazy. that. That 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 one not being see coming, but that finale, you telling me you
0: didn't see how that finale was going to play out? I thought I thought it was a, I thought it was a good finish to be honest because the way I saw it was that you have Omni Man, the strongest being on the planet, right, mm. trying to convince because um. From the sounds of it, right, he he genuinely loves his son, right, and so the very fact that he was trying to convince his son to side with him to see things his way, mm-hmm. right, and even though he was, you know, destroying, utterly destroying, uh, Mark, the very fact that Mark refused to give in showed, for me, showed that it doesn't matter how strong you are if a person that you're trying to convince or trying to force to see things your way does what, any of it, right? Like, to the point where he's on the brink of death, then you are, in a sense, powerless. Like, what else can you do? The strongest being on the planet, and you can't, you know what I mean? Like, the, the only, you have to fall short of killing him, do you know what I'm saying? So I thought that was really, really powerful. Yeah. that's something that I haven't, I mean, I, I think we've seen it before in, in comic books and stuff like that, but for me, that was still a very, very powerful thing. Um, what, I, what, what would have been formulaic? What would have
2: been formulaic is if, He's getting his ass handed to him. Invincible is getting beat. And then, like, I don't know, maybe Omni-Man goes for his girlfriend or something like that and then he summons the strength <laughs> yeah. that he didn't think he had and manages <laughs> to You know what I mean? That would have been some formulae. But he got his ass beat. Like, he was yeah. there bloody and mashed. For and the hundredth like, time.
1: Should have dead yeah, him.
2: And it was like, what can he do? The whole episode, to me, had, like, a real sense of dread. It escalated, like... You didn't yeah. know how they could resolve this. Mm. And in the end, the only way it could be resolved is for him to stop, to, to stop himself, to decide. Mm. Like, And, and I, I don't think it was, um, I think it was Ernt as well, because I felt like the whole episode, even though it didn't look like it, there was something inside Omni-Man that was holding him back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, I felt he could that have just well. fucked the whole planet in the second
3: mm-hmm. well he's but... quite conflicted isn't he like i, I like the, the the kind of like um oh, the, the 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 bit where he's talking about we we live for thousands of years and your genes are like the 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 what, what race are they again uh the the, the Viltramite genes are so strong that you're you're like you know 99 percent viltrumite and one percent human and mm. so you know, like he—he he must be like massively conflicted because he's talking about like his the mom being a pet, like a pet. <laughs> <And> <laughs> that, was which, well, that
0: was the coldest oh, that was roast I've ever seen in a costume. But just,
3: scenes. I mean, think about it. He has literally, you know, he's come to the planet. He's he's screwed a, a, a like a, a native. The inhabitant who's going to live a fraction fucked of his the, pet, yeah. the pet. <laughs> And now, now he's sort of like, and, and you see him like, rem, like reminiscing on, like looking back at the, the moments when the innocent moments, when he doesn't have to be like always like proving how, how powerful he is. And uh, that's almost like a, the, uh, like a bit in, uh, in his inside him where he doesn't really want to, you know, like, in Viltrumite, everyone has to prove to be prove that they are the strongest. Mm. And maybe he secretly doesn't want that, you know, but he feels obliged to to keep going with it and to take over the, the, the Earth. Uh, I, the whole thing was just so emotionally charged, doesn't it? Like it really mm. was. Yeah, I that, definitely that, thought that. that even, fight, even was the, just yeah,
2: even the resolution of the fight was kind of like the anti-Martha scene. Like it w- when he was there, the thing that finally made Omni Man kind of just tip over the line back to humanity was when he was like, In 500 years, what will you have? Do you know what I mean? Everyone's gonna die, you're gonna have none of these people. why do you care so much? Mm. And he was like, I'll still have you, mm. I'll still have you, dad. And it's like that, that was it. Do you know what I mean? And that again, that after everything, he's still like, Even if I lose everything, I'll have you. Do you know what I mean? Me and you yeah. can 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 do this together, like we can be heroes, we can do do you know what I mean? And yeah. Mate, this episode, bro. The, the animation on this episode and the sound um, design and everything was top notch. That and scene also in the oh, train station. Sorry, let you sorry, that scene in the train station man, when he holds him up mm. and they just <sighs> through that train. Mm. Fuck me, bruv, like that was crazy. Do you know what I mean? He's that was crazy.
3: ripping through people's
0: bodies and
3: Oh that's uh,
0: harsh, wasn't it? Do you know what, and with that episode it also showed just how powerless human beings are when I mean when when you watch comics and stuff like that, when you read comics, watch um cartoon uh superhero movies, right? Or superhero uh, shows and whatnot, right? You don't see the body count. <laughs> you never ever see the body count. You know people are yeah. in that building potentially, mm. but in this it just showed you just how like weak human beings are and just the fact that they are able to shred humans just by literally like Flying through them, um, so it, it it was it was good on so many levels. I mean, just showing that yeah, this these guys really can could potentially end it, like the human race, if they want to. Um, I showed, I think, for Mark especially, just how much he himself holds onto the fact that yes, he's part Viltramite but he's also part human. And I think for Mark especially, it was just the fact that he can't break away from being human. I mean, even though his dad said, you know, he's 99, you're 99% built about whatever. Like he still has his mom to think about as well. His mom is human. He's going to live his mom. Um, I mean, that's just a fact of life regardless, mm. but it was, it was, it just has so many intricate intricacies in there. That's what made a really good episode. Um, so yeah, I mean, I gave, I think, I think this episode was a whole chicken. I think overall, um, this series is a, is a whole chicken. That's it. That's it. Stevie, yeah. also, oh, sorry, sorry. On. Also, just, just one last point. Um, I was going to say, Lex Luthor is right. We need a Lex Luthor in invincible. Um, oh, 100%. It's, uh, Cecil, Cecil is, probably, is probably the closest person to, to Lex Luthor. But yeah, if Lex Luthor was invincible, oh, he'd, he'd do so much. Oh, my days. <laughs> Cecil, bro. Do you know what, yeah?
2: Sorry, I'm just going to say this as well before you let Stevie jump in, yeah? Cecil, I felt so bad how much I misjudged him, yeah? Same, from, yeah. the, from the start, I thought he had something to do with Omni-Man killing the Justice League or whatever. <laughs> mm. um, and I was like, he seems shady. He's doing something. But by the end, when you find out, like, he, nah, he's a proper top guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's a mm. good man. And also Robot as well. I thought Robot was doing something shady. But no, nah, dude, he just wanted a normal body. Like, mm, that yeah. mutated little fetus thing. That was <laughs> him, innit? Yeah. And and he just wanted a normal body and um, the clones as well the clone twins I love them characters I think they're sick I love the dynamic between always arguing over who's the clone and who's real
3: I um, totally thought they were gonna like be throwaway characters on in the first episode yeah yeah, yeah I thought yeah. they were gonna be just like oh uh, they they just like oh they're ba- they're a pair of baddies and yet they brought them back in again and again and again and I, I equally I, I love I by the end of it I was absolutely loving them and I was like they're actually really cool and even though they're like baddies and criminals they actually have a bit of like honour in them almost don't they
2: yeah quite, quite like that yeah it's true That's... but
3: I haven't really got much else to say because <laughs> what, what, you guys have what what's, 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 what's your rating on this as well then Stevie oh it's total fucking whole clucking chicken it is car. so fucking good car, car, uh, this the, the, this was just um like from the word go uh, when i saw that first episode and the the last bit happened i'd just been watching everything every single episode and just <laughs> absolutely lapping it up it's and it's so it it doesn't feel like it's like finished it feels like there's plenty to explore Oh yeah. So I'm really looking forward to the expanded universe. And I did see some like comments about um him meeting Spider-Man in a, in, in in some of the comics.
2: Yeah, I was in I was a... going I was just gonna bring that up as well. I didn't wanna I wasn't sure if I wanted to say it in case it does happen, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know how like in comics they do a lot of like team ups and crossovers, but yeah. they're not necessarily canon, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But this this crossover is actually canon for the Invincible comics. Mm-hmm. because he he during a fight with a villain um this villain can like open portals to other dimensions and um invincible while he's fighting him this guy keeps opening portals and sending him to other dimensions in an attempt to weaken him with each dimension he sends him to he hopes that he gets weaker and like or gets tired out and then comes back weaker to continue his fight And the second dimension he gets sent to is the Marvel Universe, Mm. and he meets um, Um, (laughs) Spider-Man. Well, not just Spider-Man, he meets the Avengers as well, but it's just a brief little meeting. But the the main team up is Invincible and Um, Spider-Man. They take on Doc Ock. It's just a little story. There's nothing major about it, but the the thing is, is that it's canon. Do you know what I mean? Like, he tells him, oh, I was fighting this guy, and and he basically breaks it all down. And there's even, you know, those little things where it's like, for more on this information, read Invincible number 33 or something like that. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's proper linked. <clears throat> so later on in this show, because they've confirmed season two and three. Um, yeah. I don't know if they actually bring this in and make him meet Spider-Man in this. Mate, I, that'll be sick. That'll actually mm-hmm. be really cool. Um, I don't know if they will, because there's like the whole, um, copyright situation like is different in other forms of media. In comic books, it's easier for them to kind of do these little one-off crossovers. But I don't know. I- I'm holding out hope that they do it. I think it'll be really cool. Um, also, um, Seth Rogan's little cameo as that alien at the mm. end.
0: Yeah, the one-eyed alien. Yeah, I was
2: talking to him and he's like, "Oh, I-, I was meant to be going to Eart,h and I accidentally came to Earth and." All that stuff. I thought that was a nice little setup for stuff that's coming in the future. Mm-hmm. But it's also interesting that I heard that Seth Rogen is um, working on a live action Invincible movie.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: So, again, I don't know how, I don't know if it could live up to this show. This show is amazing. Um, I don't even know if we necessarily need it after this show, but it could be cool to see this stuff happening live action.
3: Mm. Yeah, I, I'll, I I'll, I'll, I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: right, but so- yeah, no. In general, the voice acting in the show, even the little cameos, like John Ham turns up at one point as like in the beginning of an episode. There's some dad and his son outside the White House, and they've got oh, nothing yeah. to do with anything. Mm. That's fucking John Ham. Like, why <laughs> How did they get him <laughs> oh, to do that? Fantastic. You know what I mean? mark hamill the fucking king of voice acting mm. is fucking in this so you know i mean like every everyone who's anyone is in this ezra miller's in this seth rogan's in this fucking every everyone is in this man even fucking um oh what's his name rick and morty guy um oh
1: what's know. his name what the crew? Oh, Dan
2: okay. Harmon, the, and <clears throat> Justin Roiland. Okay. Justin Roiland does mm. a voice mm. in, um, you know, the episode where the gay guy is like linking his date and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Roiland is someone in that episode. I can't
0: remember who. Is someone. He doesn't. Do the and voice then of again. Rick, does he? Huh? He doesn't do the voice of Rick, does he?
2: Yeah, he does the voice of Rick and Morty. No, I'm saying the the from, the, the from... The, oh, oh boyfriend oh, <laughs> in this. Um, I th- <clears throat> think. So. I think he does the voice of the guy that gets kidnapped and turned into that thing. Yeah, that's Rick. Yeah, Rick. Yeah, him. He. I think he does his voice.
0: Mm. Oh, it makes again, sense. That well, he Rick and... Morty. Rick. Why not?
2: Ah, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, true. Mm. That was a good little thing. And then again at the end of the episode, there's some dudes. I can't remember what they're doing. If they're like digging a grave or they're doing something, he does another little voice at the end. of Oh, the world, those two, yeah. those two oh, little kids digging, digging for, up the yeah, immortal. Man. Yeah. Are they more yeah, them? I think yeah. I think he's one of he does one of those voices, but just the voice acting is amazing, and the animation when when it's action, it's top notch. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah. at times it's quite simple, but I think the voice acting elevates the animate the the simpleness of the animation. Do you know what I mean? And makes it better than it could have been, if mm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm, cool. Yeah. Anyway, no, that's all I've got to say. I love this fucking show, man. I can't wait for more.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to more. I just didn't love it as much as you guys. Um, Soul opposites. Um, it, do you know what this season is so much better than season Speaking one? Speaking of Justin Whalen, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why season one was so bad, and then season two is this good. Like, if I was gonna give it a rating for all the episodes I've seen so far, it's definitely a free piece. Um, T, have you found? Have you started watching season two?
2: I think I've seen the first two episodes. Okay. And yeah, I agree. It is it is better than the first season. The first season weren't bad. I still enjoyed it. Mm. It just wasn't like Rick and Morty levels. But except for the stuff in the wall, and I love they've continued the wall stuff in season yeah. two, mate. I would watch the I would watch that show <laughs> it's just the wall, mate. I don't even need anything else. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, I think it's better. I do. I do think the quality of it is is better. Um, I just need to catch up on it, man. I think there's like three, four episodes now, maybe even five. I think there's, I think there's five episodes now. I think there's five. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm,
1: I'm enjoying the season the so two. much more. Um, I So last week, uh, Invincible, uh, not Invincible, sorry, Assembled, Fal- they did another, they dropped episode two of Assembled. Uh, it was for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, I'm not going to lie, I kind of just had this one more in the background. I didn't really pay too much attention to it. But obviously, I just wanted to get quick tease, quick thoughts on mm. it and his rating on the Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I mean quick thoughts.
2: Oh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on. Um, all right. I liked it. I Just quick thoughts here. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the message and the stuff they touched on was really, for Marvel and a Disney property, I think it was very, like, I don't want to say brave, but do you know what I mean, it was it was a good subject matter to tackle, it was a good way to come at the show. Mm-hmm. Um, because everyone's fucking thinking it. And it again, it's kind of a meta kind of scenario for how fans react to the character becoming Captain America T- to to say that like in their in the reality of the show, obviously the people would find a black Captain America kind of hard to a hard pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in the real world. Fucking you mentioned Idris Alba being James Bond and everyone fucking goes nuts. You know what <laughs> I mean? So, yeah. and that's a fucking fictional character. So, um me personally, though, I've always, even in the comics, I've never really bought into Falcon being Captain America. Um, I don't know why. Like, it's because he's black. No, I'm <my> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like like he's too different from Captain America. If if because he's black. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I'm just waiting know, for it now. Like, every single black. answer. Oh, um, I feel like in general, like when someone takes over the mantle of someone else, they become that hero. Do you know what I mean? Like when when Nightwing became Batman, he was just fucking Batman. Do you know mm. what I mean? when mm-hmm. um oh, i can't think of any other examples <laughs> but do you know what i mean when it, it would be like when uh, mars morales
0: became spider-man it was like, thank you thank Spider-Man. you yes when mars yeah. morales
2: became spider-man he had spider powers mm. and he was basically spider-man he might have had a few additional powers but that's because he's a new character it's so a new take on it but essentially mm. he's still spider-man do you know what i mean whereas with falcon taking over as captain america as much as i'd do think in terms of the story it makes sense in terms of the character in his relationship with with steve rogers it makes sense i do feel like like when when winter soldier when bucky took over as captain america he became captain america like he had the same power set he had you know what i mean when falcon's mm-hmm. taken over now he is still falcon but just with the red white and blue and the shield he's yeah. not Necessarily, Captain America, if that makes sense. Like, it would be like it would be like if Clint Barton, if Hawkeye became mm. Iron Man and wore the Iron Suit, but still shot bow and arrows. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I think it's more the case that because you've built a relationship with this one character for ages, them suddenly changing um, is hard to accept. Um, for example, when you look at, say, for example, with me, right. My first introdu- introduction to um, the Green Lanterns was um, John Stewart, right? The bla- the Black mm. um, Green Lantern. So for me, yeah. I was convinced that yeah, cool, he's the Green Lantern. Blah blah. Right. It was only later on I realized actually, is there's a whole there's a whole host of um, Green Lanterns because you have um, mm-hmm. Hal Jordan, the first uh, well, not technically the, the first new. Uh, uh Green Lantern. I mean, you have Alan Scott as the first uh Green Lantern, right? But yeah, mm-hmm. Hal Jordan. Um then you have um <clears throat> uh Guy Gardner um etc cetera, etc. Cetera. So for me it was like, oh no, you can't ruin my dreams of you know Joe Stewart being the only Green Lantern actually do you know what I mean I've had to I have to now accept all these other Green Lanterns as the Green Lanterns of Earth. So I think in a similar sense when people mm. people have built up a relationship with Steve Rogers, right? Um, so for the mantle of Captain America to all of a sudden go to maybe not all of a sudden, but to go to, um, um, uh, crap uh, Falcon. It's almost like now I have to try and accept Falcon as a new Captain America, and yeah, there's a disconnect there. I'd have to build up this relationship with him being Captain America for however long. Mm. So I, th- I think that may be the case with with you and with other people Um, i get i get what you're saying mm. for some people and maybe
2: it is that a bit but to me more like because i i can accept other people taking on the mantle like miles morales and spider-man even the green lantern thing that you're saying like Mm. as long as they maintain the power set if that makes sense like all the green lanterns have the ring and the green lantern powers. peter parker and miles morales and all the spider-men in general have spider powers, do you know what I mean? Mm. Even Batman, even, even, okay, the, the 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 one that may be furthest from the original is Batman, um Batman of the future. When yeah. he took over, like, he's got a new kind of power set, if you like, he can fly, and he's got, but he's still essentially Batman, and it, it in terms of the story, it makes sense, because it's in the future, it's like a different kind of thing, but with this, it's like, You've, you've, he hasn't become Captain America, he's adapted the Captain America skin onto Falcon. He's still Falcon, do you know what I mean? He's still got Falcon's power set. And I feel like if he just took the serum, that could have resolved it, do you know what I mean? Whereas I get why he didn't. And again, in terms of the story, I get why he didn't. And in a way, I liked it like that whole montage scene was kind of again like this show made a lot of comments about black Americans and stuff like that and to me it maybe it wasn't intentional but I kind of saw it as this is a metaphor for how black guys have to work extra hard Mm -hmm. to achieve the same results that a lot of white guys are kind of handed if that Mm -hmm. makes sense do you know what I mean so I, I like that about it but at the same time, even with um, John Walker as Captain America, I,
0: it was hard to accept until... Me, I, took... I, I had something I had to, like, I had to dash at a TV. I was like, how dare you make him Captain America? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no,
2: see, again, I, 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 had a, I, I couldn't accept it in a way. But as soon as he took that serum and he started having the super strength and the power and stuff, I, it, was, it was more like, okay, now you are kind of like a Captain America. Do you know what I mean? That's, in- that's interesting. Because Captain America is a super soldier. And mm. so without the super soldier serum, I don't know, man. It's hard to explain because I like it and I don't like it. I'm so on the fence about it. Mm. Because I do like that he has, he uses his Falcon powers to kind of achieve the same results. Like catching the the car when it was falling, he like used his wings and and... Yeah. He uses like the jet pack to kind of add a bit of power as he jumps in to hit people with the shield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he learned to do all the flippy moves and stuff like, and um, even like when he, when he uses the shield in defense, he used his wings to kind of like anchor himself into the ground. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To, to kind of take it. But then at the same time, again, you can't put real world physics into a comic book show, but if you've got an adamantium shield, and you've got adamantium wings, I'm assuming they're adamantium because they came from Wakanda. Yeah. And you're just a human man in between these two adamantium things. Is it and part a vibranium? a super soldier punches you, you're going to get I think, crushed I've, in I've, between I've, that, I've, I, think, I think he meant vibranium and not adamantium. Vibranium, sorry, vibranium. Um, if you're in between these two vibranium things and a super soldier punches you, aren't you just going to get crushed in between <laughs> them? Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, I don't know, man. Like, it, it... it... I, I did like it. I did like it. The show. Um, like I said, I like. I liked, he's as a person. He is a good Captain America. Even mm. like that speech he gave at the end was very Steve Rogers. It was very Captain America. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I did like it. I like the suit. It's very comic book accurate. I think it needs a bit of touch ups. Like for a first suit, it's good. But even Captain America's first suit in, in the Avengers was a bit, dodgy oh. and mm. they, they they worked on it throughout the, the sequels and it, it ended up perfect in my eyes he needs a bit of touch up here and there like i feel like the material some bit around his neck seems a bit too loose i don't know for the movies i think it will improve um speaking of which again this was comic book news but i'm gonna throw it in here now quickly actually the uh, hollywood reporter has revealed that Marvel have announced Captain America 4 Mm -hmm. is in production with Anthony Mackie presumed to be the lead role Mm -hmm. as it will be written by Falcon and the Winter Soldier's head writer and showrunner Malcolm Spellman along with the writer of episode 5, um, Dallin Mousson. Um, So Captain America 4 is on its way and it's going to be with Anthony Mackie as Captain America
4: Mm
2: -hmm. uh, written by the showrunner of the show. Um, Deadline revealed that this would be a separate project from the Captain America project they previously reported in which Chris Evans was in talks to reprise his role. Now at the time Chris Evans shot down these rumours, I think back in January, he said no, we're not in talks, I'm not coming back as Captain America there's no sequel or whatever so I don't know if that one's actually happening or not but this Captain America 4 with Anthony Mackey seems to be on its way um which i would be down for i'd I'd be up for that i feel like the show kind of set it up i'd like to see um um u.s agent obviously Mm -hmm. we've got that at the end he had his his comic book accurate u.s agent um costume which was cool um yeah so I'd, i'd like to see where this goes but i feel like as a show it was good I feel like um what's it called? Wonder Vision I enjoyed maybe a little bit more. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, purely because of like the mystery of it, Mm -hmm. the like fantastical elements of it, the whole like and vision and, and the the emotion behind it of her grief and stuff. I like that. And again, I like the kind of commentary on Black America in this but mm-hmm. I feel like maybe it didn't again it's Disney and Marvel but it didn't hit as hard as it as it could have mm-hmm. and I feel like the finale was a bit lacking to me like the action was there it was good but at times it just felt like um, Marvel ticking a box like yeah we need to have Captain America fight Batrock the Leaper because it was like it it didn't need to happen. Like mm. he could have just jumped out the window and flew off and chased after the terrorist, mm-hmm. which is what he ended up doing. He just had to have a little flippy kick battle with him at first for a couple of minutes. And I don't know. I think, I don't know, man. It's hard to expl- It's hard to put into words, but right. I'd still give it a free piece. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a free piece. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it didn't amaze me. Like I was hoping it would, mm. uh, I like like Sharon Carter, for example, being revealed as, as the power broker. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it <laughs> really, it's her. Like, I would have liked for it to be a new character. Like Sharon Carter could still have been doing what she's doing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. have another new character. Like, why does it always have to be someone we already know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's annoying to me. It's annoying. Yeah. And Sharon Carter has her own shit that she could be doing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like in the comics. She turns out to be a Hydra sleeper agent. She actually kills Captain America in the Civil War comics. She gives the final shot into his gut. Mm. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like, there's stuff you can do with her. So, to And, and <clears throat> the power broker, even though he's not a major character, he is a character that could have been adapted into the yeah. MCU. Another character, do you know what I mean? But to, to just say, no, that's Sharon Carter, was kind of, to me, was was annoying. And also, you can't win with the fans. Because in division, everyone's speculating, oh, it's Mephisto. Mephisto's coming. Mephisto. <laughs> and then when when it's not Mephisto, everyone's like, oh, fuck you, Marvel. Why didn't you do what I thought you <laughs> was going to do? And then in Falcon and Winter Soldier, everyone was speculating that Sharon Carter was going to turn out to be Power Broker. And then when it turned out he, it was, everyone's like, oh, so predictable. Oh, you're just going to do what we think you're going to do, eh? It's so <laughs> like, fucks <laughs> it. You like, can't can win. You know what I mean? Um and i like the introduction of madam hydra i think that was meant to be mm-hmm. um, she apparently was is in the black widow film which yep. we should have had before we saw this so maybe it would have had more of an impact mm-hmm. but again maybe seeing it the other way around would be just as good i don't right. know
1: so um, so just quickly touch upon that even though this is meant to be quick and you've gone off on, on some epic tangent sorry do you, sorry do you I'm think now, though, i done. do you think this is going to be teeing up a dark avengers or thunderbolts movie or because these are you know there's rumors that she was in the end of black widow to recruit um natasha Romanov's sister to this new crew that they're creating she's yes. potentially being the evil nick fury are you think that's gonna be tv series or are you think we're gonna get that in uh captain america and the? um um, the Winter Soldier season two.
2: Where, what would you like to see happen with that? Um, either way, to be honest, I think a show would be good because it would have more. T-
1: Sorry, you've t- cut. Out.
2: I think. Um. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, can hear. Hello. Yeah, we can hear. you Um. Either way, I think it would be good. I would like to see a movie purely because I feel like the quality would be better. Uh-huh. Um. But. Even as a show, like the quality of the shows has not been bad. Like mm-hmm. Kevin Feige said he wanted the Disney plus shows to feel like the movies, like mm-hmm. there'd be no difference. But I feel like it's been like slightly maybe like one notch lower, but not much, do you know what I mean? Um but you know, I definitely think like a Thunderbolts or a, a Dark Avengers or something is coming. We've now got US Agent mm. who would be the stand in for Captain America. We'll have um the new black widow coming out of that movie that that uh, you say it's her sister i didn't know that but whoever that is she's meant to be taken over as black widow going forward mm-hmm. so that could be cool um we could bring the iron patriot suit back and either have it as if they bring norman Os- osborne into it or whoever it ends up being um we've got um zemo do you know what i mean um what's his name fucking the abomination is still out there somewhere Mm -hmm. locked up so he would obviously be the stand-in for the hulk Mm -hmm. i would like it i would definitely like to see that um as a show or as a movie i'm not too fussed to be honest because like i said these disney shows disney plus shows have kind of maintained the quality of the movies Mm. almost like almost
1: fair enough
2: fair
1: enough i'd definitely like to see that uh, moving on, and obviously I'll get everyone else more involved in this. We recently had made a fourth, which is pretty much Star Wars Day. Um, Disney dropped a couple of little shorts and stuff. Um, I watched the Force Awakens that, which is a three minute Simpson short. Um, I quite enjoyed. It. I thought it was funny, and I actually kind of wanted more. And I hope we do get more of these. Um, did anyone else watch this? And what were your quick some quick thoughts on
0: it? Yeah, so I watched it. Um speaking of May the fourth, right, My grandma is my grandma's birthday is May the fourth. And I did call her Master Yoda <laughs> for the oh, longest shit. time. My mum's my mom, my birthday is May the fourth as well. Mm. I, nice, <laughs> nice, nice. So yeah, um Yeah, so the bad batch. Um Well we I, we, I, we, 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 we ain't gone to the bad batch. The Force Awakens exactly? from its nap. The Simpsons short. Oh, okay i was gonna go through it. i was gonna run through everything that came on uh came on yeah, let's, uh, let's, all right, cool, we'll, cool, 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 cool. We'll, we'll
2: all right we'll
1: circulate through it so all right cool the so Simpsons the tape...
0: that, oh, it was good mm-hmm. um the reason why i liked it one it was short i was i didn't i didn't want to sit through a half an hour episode to be perfectly honest but it was a nice short you know where yeah. you know it's just the sort of like maggie just go through everything in star wars and stuff like that i really appreciated that yeah. um it made the, it made the simpsons sort of relevant for me again just because simpsons has been relevant for me in forever now so yeah it was good it was short mm-hmm. um i th- i think i'll probably
1: give it a 3 piece nice yeah i'll give it i'll give it a 3 piece anyone else get a chance to watch this
2: yeah i watched it i thought it was pointless man i thought it was so stupid
0: <laughs> <laughs> well there goes my rating <laughs> uh yeah so go i said, well there goes my rating <laughs> yeah no i i don't know i thought it was too short
2: there was no, like, again, I, for May the 4th, it was a nice little thing. Like, I guess there didn't need to be a story or anything. Like, there was this little thing between her and that baby that she hates from the show. Mm-hmm. And he was Darth Maul. And like, there were some interesting things. But I don't know. I, whereas you guys said that you didn't want more or that was enough or something, I would have liked to have seen an actual episode, like a half-hour episode. Of it, mm. if that makes sense, mm. like what for what it was. I, yeah, I feel like yeah, they like didn't. I feel like they didn't did. do that
1: because obviously Family Guy has done it, and I feel like because yeah, obviously Family
2: Guy, Family Guy did a parody of the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. This could have been its own thing, like exactly how it was with her turning up to the daycare, and all like a baby Wookiee was there, and all the aliens were there, and the droid. Do you know what I mean? It could have been its own thing and that would have been it would have been like um like a treehouse of horror but for star wars do you know what i mean oh. and i would have liked to have seen more i feel like it was a nothing like it, it i don't even remember it i remember <laughs> she turned her dummy into a lightsaber yeah like i don't know man to me it was nothing like it was pointless so what's your rating and then before we get asked stevie I'd give it a half chicken just for the... So you basically
1: just cussed it out you're still giving it a half chicken, you know? <laughs> no, a mm. I, I, I'd, give it a...
2: <laughs> I'd give it a half chicken just for the, um, for the celebration kind of <clears throat> aspect of it for May the 4th. It was mm. a nice little treat for fans of Star Wars and Simpsons to see it come together. Both were originally Fox um, uh, products. So mm. to see them get separated by Disney and now brought back together... It's a nice little thing for May the Fourth, but apart from that, it's nothing. Like, if it wasn't May the Fourth, I wouldn't have. If it was just some any random thing and I watched it, I'd have been like, "What was that? Like, That was pointless."
1: Mm-hmm. Fair enough, Stevie. Did you get a chance to watch this? No, I didn't. Okay, Sorry. fair enough. Move on to the next one. Uh, you don't
2: need to, to be honest. It's <laughs> nothing. <laughs> it's three minutes. It's as long as it's as long as, uh, it's as, as, long as the We've Marvel team. TV- longer talking about this shit.
1: The actual <laughs> thing was, yeah, and as I was gonna say, we spent we, it's, it's, it's as long as the Marvel teaser trailer we're going to talk about later. Um, Star Wars, mm-hmm. uh, but by, by homes, b- uh, Biomes. Biomes, I don't even know how to it. It was like a little short, like just showing you the different planets in the Star Wars universe. Like, I think, like, um, what's the word, like visually looked quite stunning, but all <laughs> to it all, it was kind of pointless. Uh, I'll give us a call,
2: yes, chicken. I agree as well, pointless. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> oh yeah because God. I'm so heavy into into the Star wars sort of biffles and stuff like that i didn't I didn't need to watch the biomes um I knew exactly what, what was in there I, and I know the majority of the players they visit anyway so um but, but, I, didn't, I didn't watch this so I can't give a rating it wasn't even
2: like I thought it would they were gonna talk about them and mm. give like it facts or nothing. stuff like it just was a it was a drone flying over these landscapes. And it looked really nice. Don't get it twisted. Mm. It looked really nice, and the effects were good because every now and again you'd see like you've cut out either a um, you cut a out vehicle or a or an alien. Hello,
1: you cut, yeah. you are back now, right. but you cut out briefly.
2: Okay, sorry. It was. It, I thought they were going to talk about it, but it was just a drone panning across these landscapes, which looked really nice. Like as a screensaver, that would be perfect. Mm. But to sit there and watch it <laughs> like I was like is anything gonna happen like mm. nothing mm. happened no one I thought they would have talked about it like and here we have Naboo yeah and I give mean, us some facts the, and give us some like facts some...
1: yeah give us some facts about the planet or like some insight that you know not all Star Wars fans would have got from like the Wikipedia or whatever it is you know what I mean mm.
4: and I'm
2: gonna imagine say
3: imagine if Richard uh, David Attenborough had done oh, this it uh, oh that that would've, it would have been banging. That it would have slapped that would have been dope and I wanna say that kind even of Even
2: when you see like the Tontons like running across the desert and do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just, it looked good. Don't get it twisted it looked really good and oh. the, the effects were really good because they looked real. Like yeah. the shadows on the on the ground and everything and things flying and you had Hoth I think it was and um Tatooine and even the that planet from The Mandalorian um like, you had all these nice planets, and it looked really nice, but it was nothing.
4: It was
1: pointless mm. And I'm not even going to lie, like, with the next one, the Star Wars vehicles, I watched the first couple of minutes of the first one, I was like, you know what, I, I'm going to watch this later, and I just didn't go back to it.
2: Um, <laughs> don't. Don't. I watched it as well. I watched it because I thought mm. you watched it, you bastard. I <laughs> did. I just, I just ran out of time, man. Listen. It was I just went... like the biomes or whatever it's called. It was pointless. <laughs> I thought... Again, even, <laughs> this one, I didn't even expect anyone to talk in it. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. ready to just fly through the spaceships because it's called... What was it called?
1: I don't even know. I just got Star Wars it was, vehicles.
2: It was, called like a, it was called something like fly through the vehicles or mm. go through the vehicles. So I thought, okay, this could be interesting because maybe I'll get a sense of the actual layout of these vehicles. Like one was the Millennium Falcon. So I thought, okay. Yeah, that, was, go that, that was the first the one. Huh?
1: that was the first one that was episode one yeah. I watched a couple minutes so of I that so I
2: thought this will be cool because we'll get to go up the ramp into it and see how the actual layout is like one continuous shot going through it showing us the corridors and getting through but it wasn't mm. it was like one shot of this and then a shot of the chessboard and then a shot of the the um the the cockpit and then a shot of something And I was like, I've seen this. I've seen this in the movies (laughs) and stuff's actually been happening. Mm. I don't need to see a a parked Millennium Falcon. Like, it was so pointless. And then the the other one was uh, Star Destroyer, I think, which was just as pointless. I'm upset now. It's like, it's like, yeah. i'm so bothered i'm taking back that half chicken from the maggie episode I'm giving it a one piece now Just
1: because so of these bullshits. all right so we're gonna get saying that's a little bit juicier that, that that was dropped um we got um bad batch uh episode one um so is the
0: only thing i want to talk about
1: <laughs> so hmm. with, with the bad batch we had to do a little bit of homework and watch the first four episodes of season, season seven of the clone wars now i enjoyed the first four episodes so much yeah. that i watched the whole of season seven in that night and i'm gonna give it a whole chicken but there was just little bits of it that annoyed me and some of it was just like i hate the fact that we had to like get something additional to expand some of the star wars universe like certain things that like they just completely just didn't explain properly the movies and it's gone to this this length I also didn't like like some of the like some of these um stormtroopers yeah are so badass yeah and then what 10 years later you're telling me that stormtroopers are basically like the worst shots in the entire universe
2: and these aren't stormtroopers bro these are clone troopers I'll have you know yeah. the stormtroopers Again, our human recruits. I think I think they address this in one of the episodes of Bad Batch.
1: Yeah, they do. They do. They so, st- they do start to address that. But I'm saying like we're we expected to believe that they got rid of all of the the clone troopers completely. Yeah. So let me
0: let me explain. Let me explain yeah. a, a little bit of the whole story in terms of the clone troopers. Mm-hmm. So what happened was that initially after all the sixty six, you did have clone troopers. That became the bulk of the of the um, imperial army, mm-hmm. but because of the accelerated growth of the storm sorry of the clones, they couldn't yeah. maintain that force, which is why they started to recruit um, humans mm-hmm. um, or, or human like um, uh, people, which is why in Star Wars, in the Star Wars universe we look at um, stormtroopers and everyone that's part of the imperial army um, or that of the empire. You have majority humans, uh, which is why, which is why alien species also have to have the worst luck when it comes to, or I guess I've dealt with worse when it comes to the Empire. Mm. So mm-hmm. the training also suffered as well because you've gone from having clones that have been trained from birth to um, to fighting like in all types of all manners of um, combat zones to now all of a sudden uh, having civilians being conscripted into the army. So that's that's mm. why. That's why it's a huge drop in, um, I guess, quality of uh, troops.
1: Yeah, no, it's still again just a little bit just still irked me in it. Like, and yeah, having yeah. Darth Maul back in it again, like after he died, even though like I've seen bits of stuff in Star Wars universe. Obviously, at the end of Solo, they dropped um, that he was going to play a more pivotal role. And like again, mm-hmm. it was just annoying me a little bit that we weren't going to get that in the movies, and we're getting an animated format. And obviously, I understand like it's a kids' show as well. And obviously, you said about something the the chat about how um jedis can be shot and with like um with um the blasters and not get hurt yeah but i was just like no like it, it just got it's it just little bits like that We're <laughs> just like no, like you get shot with a blaster, you get hurt. Like, I know it's a kid's show, so they can't show blood. But then they sh- in Bad Batch episode one, they showed that Jedi basically just get fucked. And I was like, so yeah. how can you <laughs> yeah, show yeah. how can you show that but you won't show a come like like don't get it twisted. Okay. I-, I know she's meant to survive in it, but at least mm-hmm. show her have a little bit of an arm singed or like a bit of science, you know what I mean? And then again, don't get it twisted yet. Yeah. I understand Jedi's are sick in it, yeah.
0: Oh wait, and sorry. I, hang on a sec. One sec, one sec. Didn't Rex tell the tell the clothes to set their blasters to stun as well, or something like that, in that episode? Because no blood. Yeah, it initially. Ah, uh, don't spoil. Oh, don't sorry, spoil. sorry, 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 seen, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I, I apologize. I, I had no idea you had seen it. Huh? I had no idea. I, I, I had no idea. I,
2: I, no, no, it's cool, it's cool. Basically, yeah, I've seen. I've nearly finished season two innit? it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I don't mm. want to jump into season seven and watch season seven because. I like, I'm kind of a completionist and I kind of yeah, have a bit of watch Okay. And I might be on the autistic spectrum. I don't know, bro. <laughs> but I need to see things throughout. And even though like the first two seasons of Clone Wars, to me, I haven't been like, everyone goes on like, Clone Wars is amazing. Mm. And I'm watching it and I'm like, it's okay. Like, it's okay. But at times it has felt like a chore. Like, mm. I'm just trying to get through this mm. because... And Mandalorian started it. Like, I had accepted, uh, I'm just not going to watch Clone Wars. Like, mm. I tried to watch it once and didn't get into it. And then I was like, okay, fuck it. But then when Mandalorian came out and there were so many references to, the to Clone characters Wars. and stuff yeah. from Clone Wars, I was like, well, I have to watch it now. Like, I want to have that enriched experience. Yeah. And now with Bad Batch as well, like, with Bad Batch, I was like, all right, I'm going to watch the episodes that have the Bad Batch in mm. it and then watch this show. Yeah. So I watched, they're actually in, in the first four episodes yeah. of um, season, season seven. So I did watch those four episodes. I, I'm
1: not going to okay. lie, yeah. Watching the whole of season seven, yeah, did enhance the, like the Mandalorian was really sick in it, but it, mm-hmm. it, it I I understood some of the, the extra hype for some of the characters. Yeah, yeah. And um, good, like good, I said, I, I absolutely love season seven. Like it was really well done. It's just like, again, just little bits of it. I was just like, oh, like, you know, we could have got this. We, we should have got this in a movie. Like if it's one of those mm-hmm. ones you're yeah, like, and obviously Marvel's the exception there because they've had a Kevin Feige from the beginning. Isn't it? But it's just one of those ones like if Star Wars had a, you know, a Kevin Feige from the beginning, we wouldn't we necessarily need a, a cartoon show. Like as, as good as the cartoon show is, yeah, we could have got this in live action. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I don't like the fact that like, let's say for example, um, in episode four, you know, initially we were led to believe that Obi-Wan and Darth Vader hadn't seen each other since um, basically the events of, uh, is it Mustafa? Yeah. yeah the, Mustafa. The,
4: the
1: fire planet, yeah. yeah. It, that's how it was, it, it, it was meant to feel, it? And now we've got rumors that they're going to see each other and face each other or, you know, have another fight in um, the Obi-Wan Kodobi series. It's just like, like, yeah. mm, I don't, li- I don't, I get the retcon, but I don't like it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's one of yeah. those like, not everything needs to be explained. Like sometimes you just got to have, just have that, leave a little mystery. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And um, that that's mm. where my, like, again, don't get this, I still love the show. It's still a whole chicken, it's still a whole chicken. But yeah. it, it, it was, it, it, that was the kind of feeling I was just like, ah, oh, like it's good, but like, we don't always need everything spoon fed to us. Like if people yeah. are diehards, they will go out and research it. They will go out and do, do you know what I mean? Do their due diligence kind of thing. Um, but in saying that, Bad Batch, episode one and two, loved it. Um, mm-hmm. one was amazing. What episode one was like, what, an hour and ten minutes? Hour yeah. and ten minutes, yeah. It was really good. It was dope, man. Reaction. And I liked it because again, it's always one of those ones that like, yes, I would have liked to see um more things that happen after Order sixty six, but I'd have liked them to have done like a, a spin off movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but again, budgets and time and all that stuff. So I get it. We get in Clone Wars. Uh, at some point, I probably will, will, will uh, work through um, Clone Wars from season one and um, get the full story because obviously there's bits in season seven that don't. Like even though I, I can understand what's going on. That the level of impact isn't as great because I haven't watched all of Clone Wars. Um, I've talked mm-hmm. for a while, Stevie. Did you watch Bad Batch? If so, give
3: us your thoughts, opinions, and your ear. Uh I've watched most of episode one, mm-hmm. um, but I I tried starting watching like the Clone Wars from the very beginning. No, nice. yeah, I you know, got like through two episodes, and then uh, just other stuff happened. So um, I watched those two episodes, and then I watched this this one this the the episode one of um, of the Bad Batch. And I'll be honest with you. Um, I was thoroughly enjoying it. I didn't feel like I was missing anything. Like I needed to watch anything to kind of like, I maybe it's just that I know enough about like Star Wars lore, mm-hmm. but maybe there was some sort of like references to, to stuff that that might have just gone totally over my head if I if I'd seen um, like previous seasons. I might have like you were saying in the notes that we should watch episode what was it from season seven?
0: Yeah. Episode one one and two was called the site of the bad batch. But if you watch all four episodes, you see the bad batch in there as well. And yeah. And but I mean,
3: I, I felt like they introduced everything quite well, you know, like mm. they, they told us who these people were and they were obviously different to the other clones. And um, yeah, I just, I like, I love the, the individuality of them and they explained things very well about how they didn't get a, affected by order 66 or well most of them didn't get affected Mm. uh but um yeah no it was yeah it's um it was totally awesome really enjoyed it total Mm -hmm. like whole whole chicken all right big tea and then i'll let martin give us the
2: star wars expertise on it um again i love these first two episodes of bad batch to me this has already grabbed me in a way that clone wars failed to do Again, I'm sticking with Clone Wars. I'm going to watch it because I heard as well it gets better around season three or four. I can't remember which one. But when it starts following a more like linear story and sticking with things. Because at the moment, it's just like this episode and that episode. It's just flashes of the war here and there. Mm-hmm. But um, I watched the first four episodes of Clone Wars, which, again, to me, they banged, didn't it? Like, so maybe it does show that the quality of the of Clone Wars improves um there was a noticeable improvement in animation as well from what i saw in earlier seasons to what i saw in season seven but again that's to be expected with the um improvement in technology and stuff like that Mm. and then bad batch the animation was even better like the the vibrant colors like the whites and and the smoothness of it and stuff like that um i get what stevie's saying I don't think you need to have seen anything previously to watch The Bad Batch, mm-hmm. but it does enhance just like slight little references that you will appreciate if you had seen it. Mm-hmm. For example, um, going into it, obviously, I knew Echo's backstory because mm-hmm. I watched those first four episodes of yeah. Season 7. Um, and also, little things like their introduction in the first episode of Bad Batch is by pushing a boulder down the hill. And that is a move that they did a couple of times in those four episodes Mm -hmm. of Clone Wars. So to see them do that, I was like, Hey, nice. They did the thing.
3: Um, I see. I didn't, I didn't make that connection.
2: yeah. Yeah. So again, to me, I love the, the characters are great. One of the things about Clone Wars that I'm struggling with is that the clones themselves seem kind of bland. Like none of them really have that much character. Obviously, they're all clones, do you know what I mean? And they're just soldiers. But,
1: but not just just that. And again, I think the reason why it digresses is that they're clones at the beginning. They've got no. This is them starting off with their life experiences. They do get Who?
2: the clones. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. In in Clone Wars, mm-hmm. maybe again, it's it's only the the earlier the earlier seasons. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like I said, they don't have any like like the bad batch. Each one of them has a character. Yeah. They're yeah. very different from each other. Mm. They've got their expertise. They're basically the Ninja Turtles. Do you yeah. know what I mean? but um, like,
3: Isn't um, it because they're just genetically degenerate? Yeah, like,
2: but they're defective.
1: They're, they're, but what I'm saying is that later on, you see that some of the clones start to kind of get like their own personality a little bit. Ah, uh, uh, really? Okay.
2: Yeah, no. I Not like greatly, again, like, I like but.
1: Rex.
4: Yeah.
2: I know. I like Rex. I know he's like the main clone that deals with Obi Wan and Anakin and stuff. And mm. here and there, like, the. And Echo, obviously, we know what ends up happening with him, mm-hmm. but they're 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 again, like you said, maybe it develops as the show goes on. But yeah. from where I was in Clone Wars, they were quite bland. So mm-hmm. to go from that to the Bad Batch was a really nice breath of fresh air.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, and so the show itself, I feel like again, the reason this grabbed me straight away is the story is so much more compelling, like with clone wars it's nice to see these flash little s- snippets here and there from the war mm-hmm. it fills it out it gives you a bit more details and just shows you what was going on but with this the story is is it's dramatic like it's there's t- it's tense like it, it, the story of, of this group working for people who we know are the bad guys but they don't know mm-hmm. that you know what i mean and yeah trying to choose between following orders and doing what they know is right, not understanding what this Order 66 is. And I love that they're the only ones that were unaffected by it, um, especially, and again, I don't know if this was intentional, but they are Clone Force 99 mm-hmm. and they are the yes. only ones that weren't affected by Order 66, mm-hmm. which is upside down 99, yeah, yeah. 66. Mm-hmm. You get it? Yeah. So I like that little little thing there. Um there's a lot of stuff like Palpatine's speech was was straight from um Revenge of the Sith. Uh-huh. So I like mm-hmm. that and I liked seeing it from the perspective of the clones um and and f- watching it through the bad batch themselves. Um I liked um the little again that little tease about like we just mentioned previously um the difference between the clones Clone troopers and stormtroopers. When um, Tarkin turns up, which I thought was nice, uh-huh. um, and he's talking to the guy and he's like, "Yeah, we don't need your clones no more." And he's like, "Listen, the skill and efficiency of our clones, like," and I was like, "Boy, Tarkin, <laughs> hey. you should have stuck with the clones, <laughs> boy, your stormtroopers are going to become famous for missing." Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was a nice little little thing there. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing as well. And this, again, Dave Filoni is a fucking G. Mm-hmm. Right? He is the Kevin Feige of Star Wars now. I'm sorry. Yeah. But there was something that I thought, well, you've kind of messed up there because that doesn't follow the continuity from Clone Wars because they were saying that there were five um, like de- degenerative clones or whatever they called mm-hmm. them. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, and then when Tarkin was like, talking to the Bad Batch, who have five members, he was addressing them as if they were the five clones. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, Echo's not though. Echo was a reg and then he got fucked up and now he's on the team. But he ain't one of them. Do you know what I mean? But then later on, when they revealed what they revealed. Yeah. I was like, Dave Filoni, you motherfucker. (laughs) I see what you did there, you bitch. (laughs) Again, so So, I like
1: that. So you you give us a whole joke yeah, because you're
0: whole chicken sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. cool
1: mine give us the, the your star wars expertise on
2: the bad batch
0: all right um so just for the bad batch it's just a couple things i wanted to address with you nana so um when it comes to uh I, again i said this in a group chat so i'll be quick mm-hmm. about it so um the reason why some jedi are able to in a sense tank blast bolt fire is also because there's an ability that's not commonly used among jedi but there's several jedi who've been known to use the ability called to menace mm-hmm. so what it basically means is that um, certain Jedi can absorb um can absorb uh, energy, one of them being um Ahsoka, um Yoda, Obi-Wan to some extent, um, and a few others uh that coming off the top of my head. So that's why some of them can tank um can tank uh blaster fire. Um also when it comes to all right, so alright, that's the that done. Now the Bad Batch. Um the Bad Batch, I'm given a whole chicken for the first episode and uh three piece for a second one. Um uh, yeah, borderline borderline whole trick for a second one but I'll give it a three piece um, reason being is that it's really nice to see how um the bad batch fit into the whole uh, Star Wars um um I guess universe um it's really nice again seeing uh echo, echo in that team um so um they did retcon one of the character's sort of um, uh, experiences of Order 66, and that was Caleb, Caleb Doom. Um, Caleb Doom in Rebels um, actually has a flashback of his experience of Order 66, which is a bit different from what we see in in The Bad Batch. So that's a retcon there. Um, But yeah, it was was honestly awesome. Um, I'm trying to say this without giving away too much, um, but... um, Basically, um, when it comes to how best to say it without giving away any spoilers, damn it. Okay, so T, you mentioned the animation style, right? So the animation, um, you're you're on season two, is that correct, of uh, The Clone Wars? That's right, yeah. All right, cool. So the animation picks up a lot um, throughout the series. Uh, You could definitely see a marked improvement from... Uh, see from, I think, season three onwards, right? And it reveals so much information, um, which is why I'll do yeah. my best not to spoil anything. Um, you also mentioned that the clones at the beginning don't have any personalities. Um, that's because most of the personality traits are gained through their experiences during the Clone Wars. Yeah, that's um, what I saying. So um, you said you met Rex, right? We see Rex and Cody in, um, in the Clone Wars and also in... Um, star wars uh revenge of the sith so yeah with those ones their stories are looked at heavily in the clone wars series um so you'll see you'll see the character traits come out a bit more um and you'll see that actually some of them do take a bit of in the commerce deviant path um in terms of following orders and stuff like that um that's with other clones in the series um so yeah it's definitely something to look forward to um I can't wait, but I
2: can't wait to see how Order sixty six goes down in Clone Wars, man, and how Rex <laughs> handles it. Bro. I can't wait.
0: <laughs> yeah, listen, it's Order sixty six. That's I what mean, I'll saying. Is gangster. Honestly, again, without re- re- reading, any information, right? It is you will see. You'll you'll see a few things come up with Order sixty six in a series. I will say <laughs> I will say what happens, but. Um, so this, this whole sort of underlying thing with uh, all the six which you'll sort of pick up as you as you go along, and I'm sure your brain will be blown once you want to come across that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and also explores a bit more of the of the Star Wars lore. Um, so yeah, you're in for a treat there. Um, so back to the Bad Batch specifically. Um, yeah, so I like I like the explanation of you Know the reason why they can't they don't follow order 66 and in general don't follow or, follow orders is because of their enhancements. Uh-huh. Um, with the exception of one crosshair who, um, I guess isn't deviant enough to be um insusceptible to order 66. Um, but yeah, I like that. I like that they went to soldier. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I think it was very interesting to see that, um, from them to say that okay, maybe they're not all you know all immune to it that they do have from time to time um, little nudges here and there and to be fair in his case it was boosted um, when Tarkin um, when Tarkin joined uh, or visited Kamino
4: mm-hmm.
0: um, there's there's a clone that I want all of you to keep in mind especially if you're, re- if you're watching or re-watching the Clone Wars series um, his name is CT5555 um, aka Fives um, He's mm-hmm. a very interesting character to watch, a uh, clone to watch. So yeah, pay attention to that one, T. Especially you. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So what is it? Yeah. So how best how best to say this? So again, Tarkin is someone who we see again in the in the Clone War series, Um and obviously we see in in the Bad Batch as well. And he's a very pivotal uh, character. In fact, we also see him. In the destruction of the um, of the oh name escapes me the the, the big orb that flew into space Star Destroyer oh Death Death Star Death Star that's it Death oh, Star yeah so so we see him go down with with the uh, with the Death Star coming can as the original Death Star or the second Death Star so he's a character who's been uh, a present force throughout the Star Wars series um, he was also in
2: um, Rogue One in it.
0: Yes, it was also in Rogue One, yeah. Can I Um, say,
2: the effects on Tarkin in Bad Batch were so much better than the effects on him in (laughs) Rogue One. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Honestly, I mean, Tarkin is known to be a bit of a a hard-ass, basically. Um, Again, you'll see his relationships with with the Jedi in general, especially with Ahsoka. Um, I... I think the best way to sort of view Ahsoka in the Star Wars is the Clone Wars story. It's sort of like how we perceive the Clone Wars to have been. And she grows up with the Clone Clone Wars as we grow up with her, if that makes sense. So we see her growing up um, as she sort of experiences the Clone Wars um, for us, basically. Um, Yeah. So I'm sure a lot of things will be conveyed throughout. But uh, to sort of prevent me from rambling on a bit too much, um, yeah, honestly, great introduction. Um, I like the I like the new character, Mega. Um she's someone I, I I genuinely don't know about, so it was interesting seeing her uh come up in there. Um originally I just thought that she was just a human child who just happened to be um on Camino um just because she might have been um um just gifted in in uh, I guess um biology or something like that. Maybe it was the force or something like that. But, but they actually tell us that yeah, she's a genuine um um enhanced clone. That's interesting. Now, with her abilities, mm. I'm expecting her abilities to be. I don't know whether it's her being force sensitive. I don't exactly want to say she's force sensitive because mm. none of the clones have appeared to have any sort of force sensitivity at all. Um, for example, when we look at um, um, Hunter, Hunter has um, enhanced sensory abilities, so he's able to, you know, dodge blaster fire a bit extra or be more. Uh, sorry, a bit quicker, or be half faster reaction times for um fighting against multiple people, that kind of thing. Record um enhanced uh strength, tech, um enhanced mental capacity and, and intelligence. So and obviously crosshair, uh, being uh keen having keen eyesight. So with her, I thought hers was maybe some sort of enhanced um sense, whether that is vision or whether that she's able to just sense people's uh, feelings and things like that. Um I thought I think that's an interesting concept because when she first um sees that this that Hunter is sort of going through some some emotions, she picks that up. So I don't know whether she's able to maybe, I don't know, see um on a micro, on a sort of like a microscopic level how the human body reacts to certain conditions. And she's able to say that, okay, you're stressed because your body's doing XYZ and she's picked up on it or whatever, or whether it's a bit more sort of um lack of that word, psychic, or maybe she's an empath or something like that. Could she do you, do you be a I mean? wizard? Space <laughs> yeah. wizard? <laughs> it's, it's possible, but also, when she picked up Wrecker's toy, um, basically, I don't know if she knew that was Wrecker's toy, but she picked it up anyway, yeah. and later on, it turned out that Wrecker it was was looking for it. it was, uh, he deeply cared for this toy. Oh. Um, I think she also um, said to crossair that whatever you're going to do, I know what you're going to do. Mm, don't. Don't do it, so, yeah. Exactly. So again, I don't know if she's, again, because she's an empath, that maybe she's able to sort of sense people's underlying sort of um, actions uh, before they even notice that. Um, so she's an interesting character and you can tell she's going to grow with, uh, with the show as well. I don't know how many seasons the Bad Batch is going to get, but if it gets the same treatment as the Clone Wars, then we could potentially see see omega grow into this person who's actually able to um or with well i say i guess with fully realized abilities and things like that so i'm really excited that they've added her to the mix yeah um the bad the bad the bad
1: batch is basically dave filoli getting season eight of the clone wars he just he just just tricked disney into renaming it something else because they (laughs) they they were so against giving him a season seven which he finally won over
2: Exactly. Even even at the beginning of the first episode, it says Clone Wars and then it burns away to reveal it's the bad. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I know I said this in the group chat as well, but um there's the Battle of kamino which is a which is a great battle in the in the comics, um, which I'm hoping that we see or at least hear about because all right, I won't say anything, but it's, it's something it's something that I, I'm keenly interested in seeing happen. I'm hoping if it doesn't happen in this season, at least it'll happen in um, uh, seasons to come. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Nana, no, no, something else they touched on, um, or they, they touched upon was um, in the new Kenobi show. You said that will be seen that they said that um, Obi Wan will meet Darth Vader again, right? Yeah, that's so the, that's the rumors. That's the rumors. Yeah, so in the comic book, I think it was pretty much confirmed. Okay. Yeah, so it's interesting because I haven't, I haven't seen or read anywhere that Obi Wan meeting uh, Darth Vader before his meeting with him again on the on the I think it was on a Death Star, wasn't it? But um, I do I do know of an event that he was in a bar um, shortly after, or maybe a couple of years after um, um, after his fight on Mustafa with uh, with Anakin, aka Darth Vader, right, and then when Darth Vader is revealed to the universe or the galaxy, sorry, by Chancellor Palpatine, um, you then, he then instantly, I guess, maybe through the force or something like that, or, or, or some sort of sixth sense, but he's able to recognize that crap. I didn't finish my battle on Mustafar. Now this is, um, this is who um, Anakin has become Darth Vader. So, that's the only he's he's in a bar and he and he sees it on the screen. So that's the only time I know of him seeing Darth Vader. Um so I have no idea if um I have no idea that now, you know, the, now that they're meeting have what that means for the for the comic books. But if it's a retcon, it's a retcon and I'm I'm fine with it. Um I just wanna I just want to see I'm just interested in seeing how they meet, if it's like a brief encounter. Uh maybe they pass they pass each other and everyone's just, you know, escaped somewhere else. Yeah. Um. So that'd be that'd be interesting to see as well. Um. Yeah. So that's it for me. That's it for me. Um. Honestly. Um. Whole chicken for the first episode. Second episode. Three piece. Um. If it keeps. If the show keeps going the way it's going. Um. It could. It could potentially be uh, a whole chicken series. Mm. Um. Yeah. And one last thing. I sorry. One last thing. In episode two, the clone that they meet on that planet. Um. Uh, for the life of me, I can't remember his name. Uh, but the clone that deserted. Um, Cut. Cut, yeah. Um, Cut also has a little bit of a history um, that you that you will see in uh, in the Clone Wars. So okay. I, again, I, I, me, I'm trying not to reveal too much. I'm so tentative. I'm trying not to reveal too much. But uh, T, the uh, underlying thing is for me is that a lot of things they'll see in the Bad Batch you could trace it back. Or you could trace the origins back to the Clone Wars, which is why I I highly recommend the Clone Wars. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, that's I why I mean, want to get through it yeah, yeah. I, I trust me the 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 animation does pick up and the story does become a lot more uh focused on certain events on certain key events um yeah. and it spans you know it spans the mandalorians um of the of the, Ma- of the Pla- planet mandalore it expands uh-huh. to all sorts um yeah um, and, you, and, and that, again um... again more characters they see in in the in the original um Star Wars series you will see in the Clone Wars as well so that's why I highly recommend it if if oh, not shit. for if not for the for the stories that it's that it has then at the very least you start to see very early on certain characters that pop up in, in future media like um, the the sequels the original series um, Bad Batch etc I'm done <laughs> cool I, <laughs> I, I did, did want right? to ask you
1: Hold on, one at a time one at a time go TV very good.
3: Oh, I was just going to say um, that that, that uh, little Padawan at the beginning of episode uh, Caleb. one, Caleb Doom. Yeah, that's named, it. Um, he turns out to be Kanan Jarrus, doesn't he? Is, uh, yes, he, like, does. Like, who, yeah, yes who, he does. Who? Who is
0: that? So have you seen Star Wars Rebels? No. Okay, is he is... Before or the... after Clone Wars? Go on.
1: Is that before or after Clone Wars? That's
0: after that's Clone after. Wars. Okay. So it's, it's about... I think I think Rebels is maybe fifteen years before The Mandalorian mm-hmm. or something like that. So mm-hmm. um, this is when the Empire has has been fully realized, and um, this is during the events of um, you know Darth Vader, the Inquisitors, X, Y, and Z. So um, uh, Caleb Doom, a- aka Galem Jarrus, is the one that trains Ezra Bridger in the Force um is that the one from the game the force away the um no no ezra bridger is a character that uh, you only see in rebels okay and he's someone alluded that may have saved um or may have um gone to get uh grogu in um in uh the mandalorian <coughs> series mm-hmm. yeah as about as a possibility as the number of people who could potentially um pick up the distress signal um that yeah. grogu mm-hmm. activated yeah um so that's that,
3: yeah that guy Caleb Doom right mm-hmm. how how old do you think he's meant to be in this like 10 maybe
0: So he's about he's about 10 yeah
3: yeah right so I'm watching this with with Noah and mm-hmm. Noahs he starts talking and Noah's like oh, how how young is that that kid meant to be like 10 sounds like yeah. a 35 year old" it's it's voiced by um Freddie Prince Jr. Who did the voiceover for Kanan Jarrus in
0: Rebels? Apparently, yeah. So yeah. it wouldn't make sense and that he sounds a bit older. But He sounds
3: like proper old, like voice, yeah.
0: <laughs> like who? You know, like <laughs> you know, what, the only reason they are doing that is so that people knew that this is the Caleb Doom who's become who let become Caleb Jarrus. So yeah, well, Caleb yeah, Doom was dropped
3: way early. Definitely. <laughs> he- oh, hello. <laughs> Made you think it was the force? Just like was like, you know, <laughs> like, when Jedi's train, they they just hit puberty way early because the force <laughs> goes and makes the, you know, just uh, advances everything.
0: Yeah, it's pretty brutal as well. I mean, they don't they don't stay kids forever. Like, I mean, I, I guess when they start being, yeah, even preteens, they start they start taking on this very stoic um, sort of air about them. So. I could definitely see them, I definitely see them mature in that sense a lot a lot quicker. So but I mean as as for the voice dropping, that's that's just yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that.
3: <laughs> I'd like to hear like um the voice of Barry White as one of like the Jedi, maybe. Lord yeah. have
0: <laughs> mercy. <laughs>
3: you know, like that, that deep baritone <laughs> Do you think they could actually do like a singing Jedi, you know, like who just <laughs> like finds a moment and just like You know, hits hits some tunes that would be really good.
0: (laughs) I know, maybe, maybe, maybe not in this. I mean, I can imagine later on, but I guess we're trying to hide your force sensitivity from the empire. You want to stay or keep a low profile as much as possible. I'd like to to see.
2: I'd like to see a Jedi walk into a bar, and then like pulls out what you think is a lightsaber, but then he flips it and it's a microphone. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you guys oh. are not serious
2: alright so that's kind
1: of me quote on everything I've watched now T you've been away for a while oh um, hold on. But-
2: just mm-hmm. there's a couple more things on Bad Batch um, yeah that I wanted to kind of ask Martin as well he's kind of covered some of it like I wanted to ask about Caleb and um Cut and Sue um, mm-hmm. but he's covered that as well. But Saw Guerrera turns up in this as well. In Saw
0: freaking Guerrera is a G. Yes. Okay, so you see so so Saw Guerrera, you see in um, in the Clone Wars, you also yeah. see in um, um, Star Wars, um, uh, Star Wars Fallen Jedi, uh, is it Fallen Jedi Order, the the video game. Anyway, you the see game. Saw Guerrera yeah. in that, yeah, uh, on Kashyyyk. Now, if you've played um star wars um oh it's a the video game you know the the ps3 video game star wars i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head but you play as um as a star killer um oh it's the force um, unleashed the force unleashed yeah so so there's a mission where you land on kashique and actually free wookies um so it's sort of i mean i guess it's not really canon because disney had it came before the Disney takeover, stuff yeah, like that, yeah. right? But Saw Guerrero is seen on Kashyyyk trying to save the Wookiees from the Empire. Um, okay. I see that in Star Wars Fallen Jedi Order. Uh, Jedi mm. Fallen Order, where is it is, yeah. So, um, yeah, he's he's amazing. Again, he's some... I won't go into too much detail because you will see this in the Clone Wars. Um, okay. But he's someone who's been um, a rebel Um like from God knows how long since the clone wars. Um, I actually, he goes through a bit of a character development as well. Um, he had a sister, um, you know, he was looking after his men. Um, the clone wars, um, sort of le- led, to some tragedies and whatnot. So you see Saul Guerrero again, while these, while these characters who's appeared in the clone wars just grow into the person he is now. Um, I also see Saul Guerrera in, um, the Mandalorian. So, um, yeah, he's he's still out and about, which is great to see. Is he in the Mandalorian? He's in the Mandalorian. So, do you remember that black guy? With, um, all right. So the the actor who played the, I guess, the shaman in Wakanda uh, in um, Black Panther. Um, oh oh yeah, I, I swear, no, no, that was, that was um, that was Rogue One. Oh yeah, so he's also in Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, sorry, he's in yeah, Rogue One as that, well. Yeah, that's- yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure. Saw, I'm sure. So I'm sure. So I'm sure. So Guerrero was also in uh in the Mandalorian. No, I don't I'm, think I'm, I'm convinced he was in Mandalorian. I don't know, mm, no, that, he died in Rogue I, One. When
2: I, yeah, when I when I heard the name Saw Guerrero, the only reference I had was from Rogue One, and yeah, it was mm. Forrest Whitaker that played him.
0: If Forrest Whitaker. Whitaker yeah, played him. Yeah,
2: I thought it was even funny because in Bad Batch they gave him Forrest Whitaker's dodgy eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, uh, that's kind of jokes, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um. Yeah, like I knew from Rogue One, I knew that Saw Gerrera was a character, a previously existing character. I didn't know he was in Clone Wars though, so that's quite cool that I'll get to see more of him. Um, but, but yeah, no, he, 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 I liked what they did with him in this, um, mm. and yeah, so that he was one of the ones I wanted to ask you about. Cut and Sue, as well, cut the the clone, the, the one that um abandoned the war or whatever, you yeah, kind of covered yeah. that. I I I liked what they did with them in this episode as well with his wife and stuff. But mm. what made me laugh because again going going back to Omega, I'm nearly done as well by the way. And I know you're just sitting there, it's just stressing. <laughs> but I'm I'm nearly <laughs> done. Um, Omega, I like that character because a lot of children characters are annoying, especially mm. when they do annoying things. And Omega does annoying things, but for some reason it's just not annoying me because. Maybe because of her innocence, and she was raised on that. Um, uh, what's that planet called with all the clones? Uh, Kamino. Camino, because she was raised on Camino, and I like I like what you said about this whole. Maybe she's an uh, um, like something with empathy and all that. Yeah. Because she's she's got like a lot of um, things around feelings. Like you said, the whole mm. thing with the teddy bear with Wrecker's teddy bear. Saying to Crosshair, like I know what you're gonna do, but it's not your fault. Like I like that as well because I like Crosshair as a character. And yeah, I, like, he's sick. he is he is moody and he does like butt heads with Hunter a lot, but mm. you can tell he's still loyal to his team, especially like yeah, like there are some scenes I don't I can't remember if it was during a battle or if it was during the um the training simulation with the live rounds, but there mm. was a moment where I was like, is he gonna snake them and just leave them to die? But he didn't. Like, he, he mm. backed it. And that whole thing when, I think it was Wrecker or Hunter threw the knife and he shot the knife out Bruh, of the Bro, that was the city. sickest was scene like, oh I've ever seen. Days. I was not ready for that. That guy is sick, bro. I love him. But I, 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 I'm pretty sure, I hope, I'm pretty sure they're going to do, like, a redemption arc with him. Mm. Because, again, like Omega said, it's not his fault. Like, he's been winter Soldier, So, yeah. He, yeah. he is loyal to the team. But this inhibitor chip is affecting him for some reason more than it is the rest of the team and now they've yeah. amplified it so he's mm-hmm. not really in control of himself. But um but yeah just going back to Omega I like the whole thing with the feelings because even her, she's exploring her own feelings. Yeah like, I like how they ended episode one with jump into hyperspace and you kind of see like Hunter's like, oh you're gonna love this and and you see it like the the beams of light like in her eyes. And Mm. she's just amazed because she's never seen anything like this. And then the start of episode two, when she comes off the spaceship onto the planet, this is the first, like, like she's lived on that space station. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She's never really seen the sun. Like she, she took a moment to appreciate the sun, breathe in the fresh air and even touch the dirt and was like, this is amazing. And that's Mm. all like, uh, like character moments. Do you know what I mean? That, they're not necessary for the story necessarily, but it develops her character in a exactly. really interesting way. And I really appreciated that. Um, like I said, she did annoying things that child characters usually do, but they didn't annoy me because of her innocence and her naivety, I guess. But one thing that made me laugh in episode two, um, Hunter. Um, and again, the the writing is very natural. Do you know what I mean, they mm. make decisions that you would expect real people to make like she's a child she shouldn't be going around with this squad getting in dangerous situations so he tried to leave her with cut and sue and um but she made her way back but one thing that i thought i was like hold on now he left her with cut and sue yeah and Mm -hmm. then they went to board the, the spaceship to leave and then she just turned up in the middle of a shootout she came back and so i was like okay that makes sense for her decision but cut and sue boarded the spaceship and left like they didn't even realize she weren't there no more like some fucking home alone shenanigans were going on <laughs> I, like, mean... I was like hold on <laughs> they either didn't realize she wasn't there anymore which means they're fucking that was the wrong choice to leave her with them <laughs> like, or she told them no i'm going back and they let this child go during a shootout do you know what I mean? <laughs> to go back to these people, so I was like either way, like you're kind of proving yourself to be pretty like <laughs> unreliable. Like, do you know when, Do you know the way I see it? Yeah. You remember in,
0: in episode one, remember how often she used to just go off by herself, right, away from the person who was watching her. Yeah, that, that's what. That's what I think. That's I in mean, again. I don't. Know, I don't want to say it's the force because that's like also the the that's like you know the go to thing, right? But yeah, quite often kids that get into trouble are often force sensitive um, an example being young Anakin you know what I mean stay here don't do anything yeah and this kid ends up like destroying like, like <laughs> destroying the main droid base or whatever and, and, and ends up saving um uh oh, what was it called was it Tatooine or oh, Coruscant it was, sorry not Tatooine it was, I think it was Coruscant um during yeah, uh, yeah during that that uh war there um, We see a lot of Again Clone Wars We see a lot of kids Who end up being Force sensitive And for whatever reason Through the Force They end up getting Into trouble That they shouldn't Be getting into Right So um, I don't want to say She's Force sensitive I, 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 I do want to Heavy around the fact That she's an empath So Peace Wizard yeah, <laughs> she's a space, wizard. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just just because uh, there's certain things that she's doing right now, the thing there's no way you would have just picked that toy up because you thought, Oh, it's a nice toy. Do you know what I mean? There has to be a reason to it, and the fact that it connected crazy about this thing, I mean, it's 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 a bit it's, it's mental. Do you know what I mean? The fact that she's able to mm. predict that um, Crosshair is going to do something, um, before do you think he we're gonna the... see her, um sweeping actually holding the, the broomstick. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Like I could I could totally see that. Um but then again you do get alien species that or, or other or other people who are somewhat I guess maybe not force sensitive but do have um other characteristics that makes them feel empathy towards uh um other creatures and things like that. So I uh, I I still want to say that's that's her ability. Um but yeah, I think the writer's done very, very well. Um yeah, and again, Omega Omega's the character to watch, I think. I think with um mm. Hunter. I think I don't think I think, Right. so besides Hunter and Omega, I don't think we'll see a lot of character development with Wrecker, um, uh, especially Wrecker and Tech. Um possibly still with um Echo because Echo is still has his PTSD from um what happened in um uh season seven um he got fucked
2: up boy and i feel bad for him he's probably the only guy that in star wars that's ever lost his hand and not got a replacement hand they gave him some fucking screwdriver (laughs) bro what a a waste like i'd complain man i'd complain but then again it was the droids that did that to him do you know what i mean and it's useful because he can hack into that like the thing that R two D two always does do for you know real. I
0: mean. He he and tech are legit. The tech that like, I've like like the they're a good data team, they're information. Them. Yeah, guys, as in one can hack into stuff that I don't know. Just just point me in the direction, and I'll do it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah they are they're sick. They are sick. Yeah,
3: does, isn't there a thing where in every single Star Wars like film or series, someone loses a hand?
0: Um. Yeah, I'm, episode sure one... uh, I'm trying to think episode one who'd have quite gone cut um i can't remember one. episode two definitely when when obi-wan went to, into the barn and then like and cut off uh bounty hunter's hand or something like that that yeah. one i remember episode three um it was duke um, and... um... episode four um luke skywalker um, episode episode one
3: um, was uh, the Phantom Menace, and okay, yeah. he didn't get his hands cut off, but Darth Maul got cut in half. Okay. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. We'll
0: take that. <laughs> we'll take that.
3: We'll take it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. No, it
2: def- it definitely is a thing where Star Wars is is there, there's a thing about people getting their hands cut off because even in in the MCU, um, in Phase Two of of, mm-hmm. the, of the MCU, every movie had someone get a hand cut off and that was um like an homage to Star Wars. To Star Wars, man. No. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't really? realized it. I
0: haven't that's realized great. it at all. Does that mean I have to watch all the MCU movies in order to nah that's long. I'm due for a marathon I'm doing for marathon anyway, but yeah.
1: You lot are not serious. Anyway, all right. T you've got right. ten minutes to catch us yeah. up with a lot of the movies, so be swift uh be brief round if i if 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 if, if i I interrupt you get an additional minute
3: but okay go have you got any kind of speed round music that we can play in the background yeah (laughs) i've got a little
1: (laughs) Well, i'll put on t's little definite that he likes yes
2: i was actually gonna request that
4: all right
2: ready go okay so i have watched quite a lot of stuff me and my wife we like to watch um horror movies um one show that we watched uh, is a show called them on Amazon. Um, it's pretty good. It's got kind of like get out us kind of vibes um, it is about the first black family that moved into uh, Compton when Compton was a white um, neighborhood, uh, which is quite funny because obviously nowadays Compton is known for being a black neighborhood. Uh-huh um you just think of nwa when you think of content uh-huh. um so in a way the white people of that show were right <laughs> which is funny because they were like they're, they're just gonna come and take over and, and i was like well you don't even know mate wait till nwa turn up um but no anyway it's, it's a deep show it's really deep it's upsetting at times there's some graphic scenes uh, but i like it as a horror show It's good there, it's about like i said the first black family moving into a white neighborhood So they're getting it from all their neighbors and stuff. You know, the usual racist kind of thing. They're they're doing anything they can to make them leave. Um, But then at the same time, they're being haunted um, within their house. So, and again, I like it because it's like, it is supernatural. But it could just be psychological. Like, they're not necessarily actually being haunted. It might just be some psychological stuff. Because the mum, the whole family really go through a really bad trauma. But it's in particular the mum. So she keeps seeing this guy in the black hat, this long kind of lanky white guy in a black hat. The dad keeps seeing like a gollywog, basically, like this guy uh, who keeps convincing him to, to do things. The daughter keeps seeing this white girl. She's going to school with all these white girls and she wants to fit in and she sees this one white girl is kind of nice to her and accepts her. Um, I don't want to get into too much spoilers in case anyone does want to see it. I would highly recommend it. I'd give it a three-piece, uh-huh. close to a, a whole chicken, um, but no, it's really good. I'd highly recommend watching them. Um, uh, so again, with the whole horror thing, uh, we watched this show called Haunted. Um, recently, we watched they've made a kind of spin-off to it called Haunted Latino America. Uh-huh. So Haunted is a show where people come on and each episode they kind of tell their story. So these are all true stories and then they get actors and stuff to reenact it. So it's pretty good. They've made this one Latino America. So this is all like set in like those kind of countries like Mexico and stuff like that. Um, Season three of Haunted is coming out soon. Again, I would recommend it. Every story, every episode is a different story. So it's kind of like an anthology series. But they are all apparently true stories, which kind of adds to, the, adds to it. Do you know what I mean? Um, I watched a film. We watched a film, me and my wife, called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. This is apparently based off a book. So, Nana, I know you're a book, Puanka. I don't know if you've read this. Book i read books in younger. a long time. Yeah. But, yeah, so this is based off a book. <clears throat> there were Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark and then a sequel, More Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. And then the final installment is even more scary stories to tell in the dark. Um, is a good film. Uh, again, I would recommend watching it. Um, I'd give this maybe for the film a half chicken, but there are moments that are like three piece moments. Um, like there's one in particular where this guy is in a hospital and then the, all the lights go red Like, he can't find anyone else in the hospital. He's running around all the corridors. And then this fat, egg-shaped woman kind of appears at the end of the corridor. And she's, like, slowly walking towards him. And so he tries to run in the other direction. And then all the way at the end of that corridor, she's there as well. So he goes left, goes through these corridors, and then he sees her again at the other end of the corridor. And then it gets to a point where he's, like, in, in the middle. And he looks forward, backwards, left and right. And then all the corridors, she's there. And she's just slowly walking in on him, closing him in. And it's just really, like, horrifying. Do you know what I mean? It's really well done. Um, so, yeah, so I'd, I'd recommend watching that. Uh, recently, I finally got round to watching The Woman in Black. Never seen that before. Um, starring Daniel Radcliffe. Good movie. Nothing special, to be honest. I'd give it a half chicken. Uh, the ending is good, though. Nana, you know I like ending to horror movies that have, like... Like not happy endings, basically, um, and this is one of them. I won't ruin what happens in case anyone wants to see it, but um, he thinks he's resolved it, and I was like, "Wow, that was that was kind of a weak ending." Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then something happens that made me go perk up and go, "Okay, alright, I actually I like that ending." But the film in general does nothing that special, um, so I'd give that film a half chicken. Um, um the women wait hold on the women in black here
1: um i i feel like i've seen it yeah starring harry potter no no basically. no but I, I think i feel like earlier when i took dell to see it in in theater
2: okay yeah it's a stage show as well my wife my wife uh, rebecca she's seen it on stage before as well
1: yeah and it's like um, very limited so, it's like it's just like the ghost and this guy in it
0: same here yeah have seen it on yeah pretty so. much
1: Okay, so I have seen Often. it then. Yeah I, yeah, can't, yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't remember the ending. Yeah, so, spoil- spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen it. What, what's the ending? All right, spoilers then.
2: So, in the end, mm. basically, it's him in the house and he's trying to work out this woman's documents or something because yeah. she died and she's haunted by her. She's the woman in black.
4: Yeah?
2: yeah. Um. There was a whole thing with her son as well. Her son was killed or her son died and they disrespected his body and just left it out in this muddy, like, marsh or whatever. So, Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter thinks, okay, if I get his body Mm. and reunite it with her body in her grave, maybe that will resolve everything. Yeah. So he does it and he's like, okay, it's done. And I'm like, well, that was a bit (laughs) shit. Like it it, it wasn't as epic as I like horror Mm. movies to end. But then in the end, the reason he wants to do it is because in the town, all the children are dying because the woman in black makes children kill themselves because her son died. So now she makes everyone's child die. Mm. So Harry Potter's like, well, my son's on his way here to meet me. Like, I need to resolve this before he gets here because I don't want my son to die. Yeah. So he does the, what he does. His son turns up. They're at the train station, and he's he thinks everything's resolved. And then all of a sudden, his son, while Harry while Harry Potter's talking to some guy, he's not looking. The mm-hmm. son sees the woman in black, and yeah. she makes him walk onto the train tracks oh, as a train is approaching. Mm-hmm. So at the last second, Harry Potter sees what's going down, runs onto the train track to try and grab his son. And like, it looks close. Like you're like, there's no way. Do you know what I mean? But he grabs him and tries to like jump out the way. Uh But you don't really see what happens. Uh You just see like the reaction of this other guy who was there with him looking down at the train tracks. And you're like, like what happened? Like, did he dodge it? Did he get hit? Like he must've got hit. Like it was too close. Yeah. Then it cuts to, like, a close-up of Harry Potter's face.
4: Mm.
2: And he's, like, holding his son. And you're like, okay, so he survived. He made it. But then as it pans out, as zooms out, you see that, like, the... I don't know if it's, like, the color palette or something, but it just seems different. Mm -hmm. Like, it's more, like, muted colors. Everyone else who was on the platform is gone. So you're like, oh, shit. Like, he died, didn't it? Like, they got run over by the train. And then um, he sees... Um, the son's like, who's that lady? And I was thinking, oh shit, like it's the woman in black. But then they turn and it's his wife who his wife die- died in childbirth. So mm. him and his son are reunited with his wife and then they walk off into the light, into the afterlife. Mm. And I was like, oh shit, so he just died. Like, <laughs> They just got run over by a train, just like nothing. Yeah. So again, I like the ending, but the film itself was a bit like, it had its moments, but it was a bit tame, I think. Mm. Um, so, I'll give it a half chicken. Um, on Netflix, there's a show called Juon, um, which I finally got around to watching. It's the prequel to the Grudge movie. You have
1: less than five uh, minutes to go.
2: Oh, shit. Okay. I'm going to speed through. Don't worry. Uh, these are the ones. Uh, well, you interrupted me, so I'll get an extra minute. I paused um, the time. So. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Juon, prequel to the Grudge. Not quite what I, quite what I expected. Mm-hmm. It's really dark, it's nasty. It's apparently based on true stories because this is a real house in Japan or wherever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought it would be more of the same as The Grudge, like Supernatural stuff, but it's more real world, like people get raped, fucking husbands cut out their fetus of their unborn child out of their wife and kill her. So it's a lot of fucked up shit. Um, It's not really nice. I'd give it maybe a half chicken as well but it's fucked up. So if you've got a weak stomach, I wouldn't recommend watching it. If you like that kind of fucked up shit, then jump into it. Um, Next on my list. Oh, shit. Okay. Death Note. I finally got around to watching the two live action Death Note movies. Mm -hmm. Never seen them. Um, So much better than that shit American Netflix version. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, mate. Do you know what's funny? That American Netflix one is the first thing I watched. I watched that before I watched the anime. Mm-hmm. I watched that and I was like, it ain't so bad, it's all right. And then I watched the anime and then I was like, I wanted to punch myself in the face for even for even almost liking that Netflix shit. But anyway, these live action movies are great. They follow pretty much the story of the show, of the, of the anime, um, with slight little differences. So the end of the first movie ends in the anime, that episode where he's talking to... The, the FBI agent's wife that he killed and he's trying to get her name do you know what I'm talking about no you know when he's trying to get the name of that woman because he killed like on the train he killed this FBI agent and mm. then it turned out he had a wife who had worked with Elle before and she's yep, like a detective as well and like he's like fuck I need to get her name and so the whole episode is them like walking down the road together uh-huh. and he's trying to get her real name that episode was sick. Anyway, the first movie ends kind of around that kind of area, but they kind of change it a bit. So rather than um, it being on the road, it's like an art gallery or something, and he does some shenanigans, basically, and, and he ends up killing her, basically. That's how the first one ends. Then the second movie picks up, and you see, like, the task force, L's task force is in effect and all this stuff. But the second movie ends, yeah? And I was so happy, bro, because you know how upset I got when L got killed, yeah? When, when, when Light wrote his name in that book, or no, not Light did it, the, the, the Shinigami wrote L's name in the book to protect that fucking bitch. Yeah. Um, and L died and I was like, no, fuck all of you, fuck this show. I was so upset, bro. Mm. L is my guy. Anyway, in this movie, it plays out the same way. Do you know what I mean? Like he, The Shinigami writes his name in the book and he has a heart attack and dies, isn't it? And I was like, ah, oh, well, here we go. But then it kind of skips all that stuff with, is it M and N? The other, the other detectives that were like L's underlings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. skips all of that bit mm-hmm. and then just gets to the final showdown. And L turns back up. The motherfucker's still alive. He tricked them. He wins in the movies, bro he wins because he did something like he he swapped the death note and gave them a fake death note so when they wrote L's name in there it didn't work and L had already written his own name in the real death note so that he wouldn't die until after he he got light and I was like oh my days I I like this ending a lot better than the ending of the anime Mm. Um, the showdown itself wasn't as dramatic it wasn't as well acted as it was performed in the anime Mm -hmm. but just the fact that l wins i was so so fucking happy Mm. i was so happy um but anyway yeah whole chicken for those movies Mm -hmm. um there's a movie called homunculus on netflix that i watched it's weird it's about a guy who opens he gets his third eye opened and he can see people it's weird uh, I don't want to get too much into it. I don't want to waste my time. Watch it, though. It's worth a watch if you like weird stuff. But mm-hmm. there's rape and there's weird stuff in it. Um, the Platform, another movie on Netflix. Good movie. It's about this prison where there's like all these um, platforms, basically. And the lower you go down, the lower on the food chain you are. Mm-hmm. Basically, there's two people on each floor. Yep. And a, a, a platform of food gets lowered into your your room, if yep. you're a on number one you get to eat as much as you want for a minute. And, you and get then it gets lowered down to floor two. Mm-hmm. Huh? And it's like a super banquet, like it's like the
1: buffest food Super possible. banquet.
2: All the nicest food you've ever wanted. Full big table, eat what you want, then it gets lowered down, lowered down, lowered down, lowered down. Lowered down. So the lower you are, basically you're just getting everyone scraps. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's an interesting concept. Uh, I won't get into it again for time, but watch it. I'd give it a free piece. Mm-hmm. Very good movie um from that i went on to watch oh no
1: time's up time's up you're gonna have to fill us in next week no you're gonna have to fill us in next week so my guy go fill us in next week uh i
2: feel like i did well though i got through most of my shit yeah 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 you you did get quite a nice
1: nice chunk can Uh, i just
2: say though mm -hmm. one thing that's on my list that i need to address Mm -hmm. and i won't bring this up ever again Mortal Kombat is shit. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. It's a piece of trash. Oh, no. No, no. That movie flawless Victoried me. That movie, fucking, my, like, my soul was taken by that movie. Oh, shit. Like, nah. That, that I, movie fatalityed me. I, I didn't mind did it as much. That movie needs to burn in hell. Like, Scorpion needs to. Ah oh, mate. The only good part of that movie was the opening scene between him and Sub-Zero but apart from that trash movie trash can't even uh, that's up. all I want to
1: say I don't even want to get into it it's upsetting <laughs> me just thinking about it you're not serious at all, all right, Martin you really feel this is with everything going on your week didn't you
0: yeah I already did yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on But just, 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 just to add I have seen I have seen Circle but you've got to us by next week
1: yeah Circle you lot can talk about Circle next week Stevie was there anything you wanted to add for
3: your week Stevie you're on mute East. yeah no um, I, uh, I did nothing else all right. I, it's, all the, it's all the other stuff like the main movies and
1: shit like that all right cool all right so we're gonna try and get through the news as quick as we can and then we'll get through to the other stuff. The blurs awesome. All right, so I'm going to get through this as quick as we can. Uh, set photos were revealed for Game of Thrones prequels uh, series, House of Dragons. Um, I saw this and I was like, meh, like, I'm going to care when this like, gets closer um, to the time where we maybe get a trailer or get released. I will be watching it. I wasn't as upset with um, how Game of Thrones ended as much as everybody else. Um, and I'm actually looking forward to this. So uh, anyone else got any
0: takes on this? Um, yeah, with the way I just I just hope it's better than um the ending of Game of Thrones because season eight was just dead. Mm. Yeah, agreed. I hope they. I hope this redeems
2: them. Was that it? <laughs> yeah. <I> hope, yeah. <laughs> season eight was trash. Like, um but I'm hoping because D and D what are they called, Dennyov and and whatever the two directors were, Mm. they rushed season eight because they were given some Star Wars film that they were going to make, which is funny because they're not even making that anymore. But um, yeah, with it out of their hands and back into someone else who maybe gives a fucking shit, maybe it'll be good. (laughs) And again, it's based on source material. So hopefully it'll be good. Cool. Uh, Stevie, any thoughts on this one?
3: Oh no, I want more Game of Thrones. Nice. Yes, please. Nice. Um don't, not really sure how it's going to turn out, but um as long as they do a better job of the last than the last couple of seasons <laughs> um which yeah. were kind of like <laughs> the last couple of seasons of Game of Thrones were just almost like um ah uh, this rough. happened and then that happened and then this happened and then that happened and there was no kind of didn't feel like there was any development in mm-hmm. it. it was just telling It was giving you snapshot Mm. Um, things of of like um, timeline events. So if they if they go if they kind of pull the reins in a little bit and they kind of like take their time and, and build all the characters, I'm up for that. I think that would be a lot better. Fair,
1: fair, mm. fair. Um, Fox developing a bedrock primetime adult Flintstones reboot with Elizabeth Banks. Um, I'm I'm actually kind of down to check this out. It's been a long time since I watched the Flintstones. I don't even know if it, like it's still shown on any TV channels. Um, same with the Jetsons. Um, same with some other. Is it? Is it? Oh, what's the name? Haber
0: Babana? Haber Hab, Hab, Yeah, Haber Babera or something. Like yeah, that. you know. What Hanna, I'm tr- Hanna, Hanna Barbara Hanna, yeah, Hanna you, know, you, you, know, you, know, you
1: know. what I'm trying to say. Well, it's been a while since I've seen yeah, any of their yeah. products on TV, so I'll be looking forward to that. Um, same here. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Didn't they? Ah, oh, oh, <laughs> I can't remember. But wasn't like the Thinkstones originally like a a, a smoking advert? I think so, yeah, I think yeah. it was. Yeah, I think, um, I think back in the day, it's, it's, the Flinkstones were originally a, a little comic strip or comic animated thing to promote smoking. And then it turned into what we know of today of the Flinkstone. I, I'm pretty sure that's one of those just dumb um, pieces of knowledge that I've got in my head. I'm pretty sure I'm right, mm. but yeah. Um, yeah, all right, I'm gonna hand over the reins to Big T.
4: Cue the music.
2: Ever. okay comic book news so um andrew garfield has finally broken his silence on this spider-man movie that we're getting um spider-man no way home um obviously it's been speculated a lot that we're getting some kind of spider-verse movie and that the two previous spider-men are coming back andrew garfield confirmed in an interview that he is not coming back mm-hmm. as spider-man in this movie
4: Mm-hmm.
2: he said um, he said it's funny to see everyone talking about this online and he's trying to convince people that no it's not true like Marvel haven't approached him at all or spoken to him about it um, so yeah it, he he's not in it it's not happening um, however a couple of days later in another interview he kind of not retracted his statement but kind of adjusted it to say that Although Marvel haven't contacted him yet about it, Mm -hmm. he said never say never. So people are obviously back on the bandwagon of like, oh, that means he's back. But I don't think that's true. I think maybe the Marvel assassins have just contacted him and said, like, (laughs) do you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, like, they've contacted him and said basically, like, even if you're not in a Marvel movie, you can't even say that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't say shit. Let people speculate. Like, so. He's come out and said, never say never. But I think it's safe to say he's not in it. Mm. So if people can calm down a little bit and maybe Toby Maguire will still be in it. Mm -hmm. Because um, from the the actor that played Doc Ock, I can't remember his name right now. But he came out recently and basically revealed a bunch of shit. And he said that this movie, his character in this movie is picking up. Where he left off yeah. in Spider Man 2. So it's kind of confirmed that he is the same Doc Ock from that universe. Whereas Jamie Foxx, who played Electro in the Andrew Garfield movies, he has said he's playing a different Electro. It's not the same one from those movies. Mm-hmm. So um, that kind of, I th- think all in all, that kind of confirms that we might, we're probably not getting Andrew Garfield Spider Man. Because it's not his Electro that's in this. It's, an, it's like like how J. Jonah Jameson was in No Way Home, mm-hmm. but it wasn't the same J. Jonah Jameson from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, even though it was played by J.K. Simmons. Mm-hmm. It was a different... It's, it's this universe's version of him. Yeah. So they can be played by the same actor. Doesn't necessarily mean it's the exact same character. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So yeah, so no, Andrew I mean- Garfield... As far as we know, won't be in the next Spider-Man movie. Um, yeah, so uh, we've also had um, set photos from the Miss Marvel show um, of her Miss Marvel costume, mm-hmm. and it is quite it's comic book accurate. She's got the lightning bolt down on her chest, um, and this hopefully will calm everyone down. Everyone that was moaning at the original set photos we got released of her wearing like a Halloween. Carol Danvers, Miss Marvel costume, and everyone was like, oh, this is so shit? Is that? I was like, dude, like, that's obviously not the final one. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, we've now seen what the final costume will probably look like. Might have touch ups in post production, but again, looks pretty good to me. Um, Loki, um, Tom Hiddleston had a little, like, video announcement that he made where he wasn't happy that all of these Marvel, I mean, one will get to Marvel release like a trailer kind of tribute to the MCU and what's coming up. Uh-huh. He said mm-hmm. it's annoying that Loki never gets put in it because he's probably more heroic than any other, like just trying shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> just being Loki basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, and to prove how nice Loki is, he said, okay, I'm going to move the premiere of the Loki show forward two days mm. from Friday the 11th of June to Wednesday the 9th of June. And every episode will now be dropped on a Wednesday instead of the Friday. Yeah. So we're getting that two days early, which is nice. I thought that was nice,
1: um, n- a nice touch. Someone pointed out that is this like another way of showing that Loki's messing with time, because obviously it was oh, meant to come yeah. up on Friday, just like uh, on a Wednesday, leather.
2: and it fits in with the um, uh, the storylines that we're gonna get in this in the show. That's true, and even and even him affecting other realities like he has now affected our reality mm. by changing so yeah i like that actually that's quite nice yeah um so that's marvel moving over to dc um dc fandom will be returning this year
0: Good. on
2: october the 16th i really liked last uh, last year's one i thought it was really cool um especially since there's no comic-con or anything like that uh it's nice for them to have their own thing uh, and we'll, we will we will be getting that again this year October 16th mm-hmm. um and the final bit of news that I've got um for DC I've got a bit of news is set photos from the flash movie um of the classic Michael Keaton Batman's Wayne Manor um they are filming on location mm-hmm. um and so yeah so that's that's kind of cool that that's kind of confirming that Michael Keaton is back as Bruce Wayne in this movie, as Batman. We're we're back at the Manor. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm digging that man. I like that. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, cool. so that's comic book news. Coolio.
4: Martin
0: cool so to kick things off there's an asmr themed anime series called can i make your ears happy in 180 seconds uh that will premiere in october so for people who don't know what asmr is i come not what asmr stands for but as well those things ASMR where people gain that's the Don't one, and that is making a very mic. good example of it. And then you listen to. Me. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, <laughs> it's it's something like a sensation that some people are, I guess, accustomed to or find very sensual. um You know, when you're talking over a mic, or it could be, you know, just just or, or some sort of scratching noises and things like that. Just certain frequencies that people. Pleasant to people's ears, so it's an ASMR themed anime coming out. So, if you are a fan of ASMR and like those things, then uh, lucky for you, you've been catered to. Do you know what?
1: Yeah, I might actually try and check this out because like I just want to see how they do this. So, mm. and, and again, this is why I love anime and I love the Japanese, like they will turn anything and make it hyped and fun, like literally. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm actually gonna check this one out, I'm gonna add that to my list somewhere and uh, watch a couple of episodes when it drops in October.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out as well. Um, I think I think a girlfriend would want to watch something like this. Mm. So yeah, okay, I'll definitely give it a go. Um, next bit of news is Funimation will stream a sci-fi survival anime called Sunny Boy, which centers around a th- centers around 36 boys and girls who are transported to another dimension and must survive with the powers that's given to them. Um, it's scheduled for release later this year, so no actual uh month date is given, but it's this year. Um, director Shingo Natsume, who directed One Punch Man, will be working with Madhouse on the anime. Um, um, be- sorry, before you move mm-hmm. on, what was
1: that one where um, they have like um, animal powers and they go to Mars and they're like ant creatures uh,
0: there? That's... that's um, um oh, What uh, was that one the name, the name,
1: The name came on Wednesday. So that it- one was sick. Do you know I need to um, see if they finished the manga because I remember... I they the anime only had like one season and i did start reading the manga and the manga was like 10 times more violent than the actual anime was oh. terraformas, yeah, a, the terraformas. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so the manga the manga actually stopped i mean i don't, I don't know if the manga's picked up again mm. or got cancelled or whatever i need to i need to actually check that you've reminded me that's a manga that i have right, I it was wild again. it was a um, very wild anime yeah it was really really good um yeah, I'll definitely check out and see. Um, like I said, I don't know if it's now concluded. It'll, I, I have no idea where it's sitting right now, but yeah, I'll check out and I'll, I'll let you know. Formation mm. um, will also stream season two of Cells at Work. Uh, for those of you that don't know what Cells at Work is, it's an anime that looks inside the human body and it centers around a red uh, blood cell and a white blood cell. Um, it's pretty accurate in terms of um, knowing about the human body, how each... Um, immune um i guess immuno cell works um to fight off um um what they call pathogens um how platelets work etc etc so um yeah definitely check it out especially if you're someone who studying biology or has a young one that's studying biology they might be they might learn something from this anime um for guys who are a bit older think of it as anime version of osmosis jones mm, yes yeah and one last thing from formation uh, for a release, it goes to the shell 4K AM in ultra high definition on July 12th in the UK. Um, Toy Animation briefly listed a new Dragon Ball Super movie uh, scheduled for 2022. It was taken down shortly after, uh, but this leak may confirm that there is actually a DBS movie coming out in 2022. Um, so keep your ears out for any more information on this. Okay. Yeah, Netflix will debut anime Spriggan worldwide this year. Um, Netflix will also um, oh, have also revealed that there'll be a two-part Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon Eternal film in English dubs, which will stream on June 3rd.
1: Yeah, the trailer for that supposedly dropped today. I haven't had a chance yeah. to watch it, but I will be checking that out and we'll probably talk about it a
0: little bit more in the next episode. Cool. And lastly from me, uh, Fly Lotus... Um, has said on Twitter that the Yasuke anime serves as, as an introduction to its world. Um, in quotes, he said, We have big plans for Yasuke, it's just the beginning. So Flying Lotus actually um, worked on the soundtrack for um, for Yasuke, and the opening title was done with both him and Thundercats. So I've had the pleasure of actually listening to both Thundercats and Flying Lotus albums, um, mm-hmm. just because... Yeah, I thought it was absolutely cool. Um, I'm sure we'll dive into that a bit later on today. So that brings me to the end of the anime and manga news. Nice. I I wanna be real quick with the gaming news. Um
1: the new Fable game that's been teased and rumoured for like so many years. We've got another rumour that the new Fable game will use the Forza Tech engine, which is really cool because if anyone's played a Forza game, like it is high quality stuff. Um, yeah. I never really played Fable that much, but it's got a community. That's, I know people that like that game a lot, so I'm going to be happy for them if they finally get this game. Um, another thing, uh, League of Legends, which I haven't played in ages, um, they dropped a trailer for the um, League, of, oh, pardon me, League of Legends Arcane, which is going to be an animated feature that's coming to Netflix. Uh, that will be added onto our watch list and it'll be something that we're going to review when that drops. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And... Um, that brings us to the end of our gaming news. It's gonna head over to trailers. Alrighty, T, do you wanna take the lead with the first actually T you can take the lead with the Woody trailers?
2: Um okay, well. To be honest, the first two, we don't really need to get into that much. I already kind of put them on there because we was kind of lacking in trailers. But (laughs) a a big one came out that I really want to talk about. But um, West Side Story is getting a remake from Steven Spielberg. Mm -hmm. Um, We haven't had a Steven Spielberg film in a while. I think the last one was Ready Player One. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like we need this remake um, Mm. because another trailer... Well, we're up to the fourth trailer for this one, though. But a movie called In the Heights, mm-hmm. which basically looks like the same exact concept mm-hmm. of West Side Story, yeah, but it's a new original story, yeah. Um, it's made by Linda, Ma- Linda Manuel Hamilton, I believe, yeah, Linda Manuel. I, I-, I hope yeah. that's his name. And L- Hamilton has blown up, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And everyone loves that fucking shit, and um and someone else the team behind another property as well that so, i can't remember enough cause I've, i haven't got my notes when when but,
1: i f- when i first saw this trailer i wasn't excited for it i was just like okay you know i do like my musicals it looks okay i'm gonna check it out hmm. the latest trailer that i just recently dropped looked really good and actually got me a little bit excited to see this so i hope hmm. they do well um I've not seen Hamilton. I'm yet. Glad,
2: I'm glad you've. T- I'm glad you've you've turned around on yeah. it because you weren't you you were kind of met about it. Yeah, but I, it, after our after after our shared excitement over the greatest showman, mm. I thought this could have been our next one, man. I, I, don't, I don't know. To, like, well, well, well
1: like I said, I I will see. The only reasons one I haven't seen Hamilton, yeah, and mm. two, he was heavily involved in Mary Poppins too, and I was not a fan. Okay. so i'm a little bit nervous do you know what i mean like mm. and again you get good trailers and it doesn't work do you know what i mean again everyone's talking about that like, this guy's track record in terms of like how great hamilton is and stuff like that yeah i i you know what i mean i, I will check it out like i will you know give it a go but it's just one of those ones that that, that when that first trailer came out i was like uh this seems a bit too much and considering I'm a guy that loves musicals for me to say that I, I just wasn't really feeling it but like I said th- this um most recent trailer and I didn't even know there was a fourth trailer um but this mm. most recent trailer it, it looked much better I was like oh okay this looks like something mm. that I would actually watch and enjoy um I was always gonna mm. watch this like but it was just that you know initially I was just like okay yeah if it's good it's good uh, you know I'll, I'll go check yeah. it out. Um, now, I've never actually seen West Side stories, so when this comes out, I will probably watch. No, I'm probably not gonna watch the original. I'm gonna watch this one first. Then watch the original okay. so that I'm gonna have that comparison. Because I'm assuming that you've seen the original and then you can have the other viewpoint.
2: Okay, alright, yeah. No, yeah, I have I have seen the original. Yeah. Um, how, how about right, Ma- no, yeah, that's nice. how, how about Martin? We'll how about that.
0: Martin and Stevie? Have you seen the original West Side story? I have not feeling I have seen the original West Side Story, but I can't remember off the top of my head right now. Mm-hmm. Stevie? I'm
2: pretty sure West Side Story is the one that's got the songs like, I feel pretty, oh so pretty. Oh. I feel pretty <laughs> and witty and gay. Yeah, yeah. And I pity see, I, any see, girl see, who see, isn't me today. I, I, la, 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 I, I know that, I know that
1: right. song, but I've just not seen that movie. Yeah. Mm, interesting. And...
2: um, Um, what's that one? Oh, I know that song too. (laughs) So I I know all these songs.
1: I've never seen this movie. Yeah, yeah,
2: you know it, man. Trust me. Mm. (laughs) I, 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 it has a big like, not pop culture. What's the word? Like musical, like that that scene. If you're into musicals, you would have heard these songs. Mm. I mean, even without seeing the movie. Yeah, one of those kind of movies.
1: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Alright, so this next trailer kind of ties in with comic book news. Um that's why we kind of left it. Um but Marvel dropped a 3 minute teaser trailer for season season 4 um for Phase 4. Uh T, do you want to go through a little bit of the breakdown?
2: Um yeah, first of all, it got me emotional, boy, with that Stanley kind of monologue mm-hmm. over the thing cuz I remember that. That was just before he died. I think he came out with that and it's really touching, like it's talking about like how everyone on the planet, like even strangers, like that's your brother, that's your sister, we're all one big family. And superheroes, like, are to inspire and stuff. So that was quite. I thought that was well used. That little, that little sample. Um, we got, well, we got a whole bunch of announcements, confirmations of dates for the next three years of Marvel movies that yeah. are coming out. Slightly different from the slate of movies that we originally thought, or no, not necessarily, just, just um, title confirmations mm-hmm. that kind of imply a different direction for certain movies. Yeah. So just to go through the list, uh, we have Black Widow that we know is coming out July 9th mm-hmm. this year, um, Shang-Chi, September 3rd this year, mm-hmm. um, Eternals, November 5th this year, Mm-hmm. And Spider Man No Way Home, December seventeenth this year. Mm-hmm. So we're getting four Marvel movies in uh, half a before year, for the end of this year, which is wild, which is mad. Mm-hmm. And July, August, September, October, November, December. So Eternals and Spider Man are within a month of each other. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool, man. Every other month, from July, every other month, we're getting a, a Marvel movie, which is cool. Considering we haven't had any in years now. Yeah. Um Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, March twenty fifth,
4: twenty
2: twenty two. Um Thor Love and Thunder, May sixth, twenty twenty two. Um and we got a title confirmation as well as a release date for Black Panther sequel, mm-hmm. which will be called Wakanda Forever. I think we I think Martin mentioned that or we we had it in news recently mm. um but yeah, so I don't know if I'm feeling that title, you know I don't like it because it implies the death of T'Challa. i i mm, I, I don't
1: i don't I don't like the title like it oh.
2: it doesn't even it doesn't really have any ties to any source material from the comics like Wakanda Forever, I'm pretty sure, is a is a slogan that they they made for the movie. Yeah, I don't remember that from the comics. Yeah. I, so I, I, to call it to call it Wakanda
4: Forever,
2: mm-hmm. a doesn't give me any clues as to what the story will be about <laughs> like, from the comics. Well, they've
1: they've changed it. They they've they uh, uh, I can't remember what the article said. But it's, it's basically they've redone it and recast it to honour and respect Chadwick Boseman yeah you that we've see always now know, we've always i I, that?
2: Hope, I i actually have t- i originally was like yes don't recast it because chadwick Boson smashed it and he died and we can't recast him now like it would be disrespect mm-hmm. but i've done a 180 on that oh yeah i think they should it. You, you need
1: to start listening to the episodes you're not on, on mate Cause we had this discussion <laughs> and we talked. Yeah, yeah. I put
2: this. I put this in the in the notes for you guys. To, yeah, yeah. We to we do.
1: we went in, and the funny thing is, yeah, it was a couple of weeks after you. I had been on a, like a, a special episode of Heroes of Noise, and that was mm. one of the topics we discussed. But unfortunately, I fucked up that recording, and that 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 episode bonus would we'll never see the light of day. And It was actually a very interesting conversation because, like, I was very. Pro recasting and Steve was like, "Nah, let don't recast the guy in it." But mm. uh, again, we've, we've had this conversation. Don't want to get into it again. Okay, but yeah, I'm well, not f- think, I'm not a fan of the Martin title card. Brought,
2: I think Martin brought up in the in the chat in our chat, Martin mm. brought up a very good point of Spartacus. Mm-hmm. The original Spartacus died, and they recast him. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what I mean? Like it happens all the time. Yep. So I don't think it would be a disrespect. I think the bigger disrespect is to make the character die. Because mm. he worked so hard in bringing it to life. Even if this sequel is going to be about Shuri as Black Panther or someone else as Black Panther. Yeah. And like I said, the name Wakanda Forever implies that T'Challa is going to die and that Wakanda lives on. Do you know what I mean? The yeah. Black Panther legend lives on. Mm. But I don't like that. Yeah, no if I. you Even if you like bench him for a movie, like just mm. say he, maybe they think he died yeah. or... Do you know what I mean? He was out on a mission and he's gone missing or something like that. But then bring him back, man. We need yeah. him. Like it's such a disservice yeah. to to black to little. Do you know what I mean? Like we've yeah. just. Oh got yeah, like, I,
1: I've been, I've been. Like I said, I was in the same line as you when this first happened. But then, literally, a couple of days after, like I'm pretty sure on the on the, on the podcast, we we said that we weren't even going to talk about. What the next steps will be because you know we were to like settle, yeah. And after that, we did kind of bring it up, and yeah. obviously, you know, people have started to gain. It's gained a lot more traction now um, of people wanting him recast. Um yeah. Again, They're it's the- it's one of those ones. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to just trust Kevin Feige and trust um Ryan Coogler that they just whatever they mm. do is just
2: the right decision. Yeah. I trust Ryan Coogler, yeah, and Kevin Feige, yeah. Mm. You're right, I yeah. trust them, but uh, yeah, we'll see, man. Whatever they end up doing, I'm sure will be good. I just, it's, I'm gonna cry, man. I'm just gonna cry in that movie. I'm gonna cry for the whole
4: movie.
2: Mm. Uh, anyway, so next, uh, another title reveal: um, the The Marvels,
4: mm-hmm. which
2: is the Captain Marvel sequel.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, this will be released November 11th, 2022 this implies that carol danvers mm-hmm. is being demoted from the headliner to just one of the characters in this movie yeah because the marvels uh is going to be about carol danvers mm-hmm. as miss marvel mm-hmm. monica rambo yep. who in the comics was a cap- was a captain marvel at one point mm-hmm. and we've mm-hmm. just had her gain her powers in um WandaVision, mm-hmm. and Kamala Khan, who yep. is Ms. Marvel. She's getting her own Disney cluster. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be coming into the movie. So it's going to be about all of them. Yeah. I've also heard that they've they fired the director of the original and the writers of the, of the first movie. <laughs> oh, wow. They've got a whole new team on board. Oh, damn. They are even going to bring in the original Captain Marvel because in the first one, they gender swapped um, Marvel yeah. to make it a woman. Yeah. But in this sequel they're bringing back the real Marvel, the man Marvel, the original original Captain Marvel. What was um, This is what I've, this
1: is what I've heard. What was um not Guy Ritchie, oh, what was his name? The villain like the other main
2: villain. Oh, yon Yeah, where, what Was he not What, who so was he again? originally it was kind of advertised mm-hmm. for you to think that that was Marvel. Marvel. Nah. But then in the movie we find out it's not because he's even he's the captain of their squad. Yeah. So you'd think, oh that's Captain Marvel. But no, it turns out he's actually the villain Yon-Rogg um,
4: okay.
2: Who's just, just a Cree, just another Cree villain. Yeah. Um so yeah, so I'm I'm interested in seeing this, uh, especially if Carol Danvers is taking a bit more of a backseat. Mm. It's a shame because she's a very good um um character in the comics but brie larson has fucked her up man she's fucked it up for everyone yeah. so you know what i mean so we're this is what we're gonna get i was kind of confused at one at first mm-hmm. because the marvels is the name of a comic book um uh that's just been released yeah just started i think in april it's a series that has just come out called the marvels mm-hmm. and it's kind of like an avengers comic like it's got captain america in it spider-man the punisher human torch storm black cat uh iron man Thor- Do you know what i mean it's got all the main avengers guys so when i saw the marvels i was like oh shit is this like are they doing this instead of avengers now like are these going to be the avengers movies going forward the marvels but mm. then you see the little captain marvel logo and uh the Ms. Marvel lightning bolt. So I was like, okay, no, it's the um, it's the it's the Captain Marvel sequel. Mm. Um, but just to touch on that comic as well, because again, this is kind of comic book news. But yeah, so this is a new comic that's come out, the Marvels, featuring all those characters and introducing two brand new characters, and one of them is called Threadneedle. I posted pictures of these guys in the group for you to get like kind of context for what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. This guy looks fucking like David Bowie. Like, he's even got the face paint of David Bowie. Like, so I don't know what's going on there, but I thought that was funny. Um, And a big mystery, the big mystery of this comic book series is who or what is Kashum, which is spelled K-S-H-O-O-M. Shum or Kashum. Who or what is Kashum? But one of the new characters that they've introduced is called Kevin Schumer. So... Clearly he's Schum, right? King Shum. Kevin Schumer. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was like, I don't know, man, Marvel, I think you fucked up there. Like, <laughs> that that don't seem like much of a mystery to me. Like I think I've figured it out for you. Yeah. Um anyway, moving on. Adman and the Wasp, Quantumania, is getting released February seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Um one thing I just wanted to mention about this, sorry. Again, another thing, yeah. This has Kang the Conqueror in it, yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. And Kang the Conqueror in oh, this like movie it. is is being played by an actor called Jonathan Majors who's a, who's a, a a black actor. Now, mm-hmm. in the comics, Kang the Conqueror is his name is Nathaniel Richards. He is meant to be a descendant of Reed Richards. Reed Richards yeah. yeah. So is Reed Richards going to be black in this? Are they going to give us a black Reed Richards?
1: Oh, I hope not.
2: Oh no. I mean, Do you know
0: what I'm trying to say. It can it can be a descent from a white person, so that's uh... true. <laughs> yeah, would like, but
2: it's, it's maybe it's, one uh... of Reed Richards' grandchildren gets jungle fever or something. But
0: like... Oh, no. To, to, to be to be perfectly honest, I don't think it even matters because if people understood who Kang the Conqueror is, he's a multi he he exists in all forms across yeah. multiple across multiple um. Uh, universes so you have kang the conqueror who in one of them is purple you have um a purple being under the name kang the conqueror yeah. you have kang who is you know from a different descent in the series um and because it's a multi it's you know multi-universal it doesn't really matter the race of kang in this case anyway um i know his sole purpose is to Provide for his daughter. I don't know if his daughter is sick or something like that. That he's providing for his daughter, but mm. what the case is, yeah, he's a multidimensional being, so or multi-universal being, so yeah, racism matter too much for me in this anyway. Yeah,
2: yeah, I yeah, It it wasn't like an issue or anything to me. I was just it's just something that popped into my head the other day. I was like, oh wait, yeah. a minute. does that mean this? Like, so, but yeah, like you said, just because he's played by a black actor and and even if the character is black, doesn't mean necessarily. He couldn't have descended from a white guy. I mean, in the mm. comics, he's meant to be also a descendant of um, Doctor Doom. So somewhere down ah. the line, Doctor Doom's bloodline and family mix with Reed Richards' family. Like some of their grandkids or whatever get together, mm. and yeah, Kang's meant to be a descendant of both those families. Um, so, but yeah, like like Maya said, he doesn't exist within any real timeline or anything he's kind of outside of that Um, he even went back I mean he was even an iron man at one point I think he was iron lad he went back Mm. when he was young he was iron lad he's been everything mate he's been everything like like, even I don't even fully know everything about Kang the Conqueror it's just too much man it's too much but but yeah it's interesting that they're bringing him in Ant-Man and the Wasp because he is such a major villain.
0: That oh, he really is. He plagues just, the Fantastic Four.
2: Yeah. Constantly. It just, I get why they're doing it because Ant-Man deals, deals with the Quantum Realm and mm-hmm. within the Quantum Realm, apparently you saw the city, like that miniature city that Kang apparently is associated with as well. But I don't know. I feel like he's too big a villain to be introduced in Ant-Man and the Wasp. And I hope, I hope, it's not a one and done. I hope he continues forward and becomes something bigger. Um, to
0: be, I was, I was sorry, sorry, off, but just to add, um, it also, I mean, I don't know if they'll tie this into Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness, but mm. because kind of the Concrete does pop up in multiple universes, it could be the case that maybe that's a nice segue into, um, into Ant Man and Wasp. Um, and do, you, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah.
2: That's true.
0: Yeah, and he again, could pop I don't know
2: Doctor Strange. I guess,
0: yeah. Yeah, because I was also going to say that because he he exists in every multiverse, it could be the case that um, we might see even a cameo appearance of Kang the Conqueror. Um, like you're just an ordinary person walking around the streets. Um, yeah, and maybe the camera focuses on a bit too long, and then later on goes like, "Oh, that's Kang the Conqueror." Blah blah. Yeah, or a version of Kang. Um, that
2: could be cool. I mm-hmm. mean, ev- even in the Loki show, um, people have said in a trailer, you know, where when they're at the time variant authorities' place. Yeah. Um, in, like, I don't know, like the courtroom or the judge room or whatever, there's some figures like st- of, of, of heads. Do you know what I mean? Like statues mm-hmm. of, of people's heads. People are speculating that one of them, and it does look like him, but saying one of those statues is Kang the Conqueror. Because, again, he is a lot to do with time yeah And um, at a time
0: various authority are very keen on removing threats to the timeline um, yeah, exactly and things like that so yeah
2: I mean he could he could end up being a, like a Thanos type figure where he pops up here and there and becomes a bigger threat later on but no mm. I'd, li- I'd like to see him used a lot more than just in Ant-Man and the Wasp to be honest mm. yeah um, but yeah uh, the final movie we got a confirmation of the date was Guardians of the Galaxy which is May the 5th, -hmm. 2023. Um, And the trailer ended with a fantastic four T's. It had the Marvel logo mm. with the four pop up behind it. So we didn't get any confirmation of a date or anything, Mm -hmm. but that is coming. And I think it's cool that they're going to pop up in phase four.
4: Yeah.
1: because they're the
2: Fantastic
1: Four. Oh. Some people say that it could potentially just be that that, that was originally set for Captain America 4. Um, but we'll have to just
2: wait and see. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, that's that.
1: Um. Yeah. um let's get to some of the main event. Let's
2: do it.
3: Welcome to the main event.
4: Let's get ready to
1: I gotta try and kind of make this quick before my battery dies when I get rid, I lose all my notes. Because <laughs> the, the way I'm set up is just, it's just awkward. Cause again, I'm trying to, I'm sitting in my, in my lovely gaming chair and doing this. Um, so we've got a range of movies to talk about and TV shows. Um, I hope everyone managed to watch it all. Um, I am gonna, sorry, I need to just quickly bring up they distracted. Not distracted, but I wasn't as organized as I thought I'd be. All right. Shadow and Bone is the first one we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, this dropped on Netflix, I want to say, last weekend? Um,
0: um, yeah, last weekend.
1: It is a very slow burn, um, but I really enjoyed this shit, Um It made me want to, like, actually go pick up the books and read. And supposedly, like, this... Um, t v show is based off like a trilogy a duology and then like another trilogy um and yeah I was really entertained by it um I felt that everyone that was acting in it was like you know very well done um mm-hmm. the main villain guy kept he he kept on reminding me of someone and i did pull it up to find out who he was yeah um I think he played prince caspian in um the line of Witch of the Wardrobe, but he played. Oh, really? he, he played some. He played somebody else as well. That's even more like n- a notable bad guy from something I just can't remember. So some, I his like,
0: face. I was thinking, who's this wannabe Lucifer guy?
1: <laughs> he does look a bit like Lucifer. Someone, someone, yeah. Martin. Tell me what your thoughts are while I find out who, what the guy's name is.
0: All right, so. um I have no idea about the book so I'm generally going off from what I felt from the from the series um so I'm guessing this is set near Russia because the soldiers have the furry hats to associate with um, Russian and Belarusian culture mm-hmm. um and we also we also have some um Asian and white people um in there this is right at the beginning this is where we see Mao and um um Alina um so that was my take on it um mal is called half breed and elena is called rice eater um <laughs> in their mixed race so i don't know if there was some uh cultural uh there's obviously some cultural uh things that played there um they experience prejudice um also Alina tells us in the first episode that she looks like the enemy um early on in the um episode in episode one actually there's a propaganda that we see in the campsite with um, what appears to be a caricature of a Southeast Asian man frowning and red handprints covering the majority of the poster. Um, they are at war with someone, um, uh, which is that is certain. So, um, I think it, it, maybe they're not, maybe it could have been the, um, people of, I think Shun is how they pronounced it. Mm-hmm.
4: Um,
0: so I thought that was pretty interesting there. Um, I'm assuming technology wise, this place is that, the the. uh, era this is set in is 1800s um based on the technology we've seen yeah it's kind of steampunkish vibes yeah yeah so i did not know if it was maybe the industrial revolution or, or uh something similar to that but that's what i got as well um mm-hmm. at first i thought it was the truck that, that they were in as the, as alina was uh, narrating and then it turned out to be a horse-drawn carriage uh so I that was interesting as well mm-hmm. um the visuals are actually studied. Location, the clothing, special effects, sound are all well used. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a quality that um, Netflix does struggle to um, to balance sometimes. But this one worked out really, really well. Um, the clo- like, I noticed that the clothing changes depending on the status and the faction slash the country the people belong to. Yeah. Um, as well as um, people's um, abilities. So I noticed that if you are uh, I can't remember the specific names used, but if you are um, someone who uses ignition or fire powers, um, on the blue um, outfit they wear, you can see little flame-like accents on the on the outfits. That was pretty cool. If you're someone who uses the air ability, um, again, there's a little pattern there that's in like a like a a sky blue color, some sky blue accents. I uh, noticed for Alina because she's the light, um, or the sun, the sun, sun, sun bringer, sun bringer. Yeah, yeah. Her one was a mixture of sort of like fire and it was it was, it was like mainly fire, but then you had light shades of uh, yellow in there as well to signify, I guess, the sun's rays and whatnot. So I like the attention to detail there, um, and obviously from um, uh, uh, General Keyrig, you can see that. He as well, his his thing was just black, uh, which signified his powers as well. Um, him having I guess shadow powers. Yeah. Um Alina, I noticed that Alina had Becky moments. <laughs> Nana, no, no, you you know about Becky moments from that <laughs> uh the last movie you watched. Uh, uh, no, no no it was it Alison, it was Alison. I keep saying Alina Alison Al- moments Allison, Becky, Alison. Yeah, so Alina had Alison moments, but they weren't too Fucking bad. I, mean, I understood that because of the situation she was in, you could sort of see that it's hard to get with the program if all of a sudden you just thrust into this thing and you try to get with the program, but mm. you can't really get with the program because you have one person telling you this, one person telling you the other thing, as like a culture shock, so that I could understand it a bit. Um, um I really like General Keirig's uh, character, but I felt that his approach to um Alina was a bit forceful at times, which mm. I didn't like. Um, there's not much you could do with the with the acting of it if you're told, okay, this is how you're supposed to portray you um, sort of once in this person. It's mm-hmm. it's very very hard to with writing. Um, yeah. So it felt a bit forced to me. But in overall, I I did really like um, uh, the actor um, who portrayed uh, General Kira. I can't remember his name for the life. Of me. I didn't look at any of the uh, uh,
1: actors' <laughs> names. I just pulled it up as well.
0: Ben Barnes. Mm. Ben Barnes. All right, yeah, very, very good actor, um, and also I like the relationship between the characters. It comes across as natural. Uh, it's not. It's not that like all of a sudden. Oh, this is this. Like all of a sudden, I like. The, I like you. I don't like you. This, that, and the other. It's. It seems very natural. Um, you know, with the actual circumstances driving people together, even confrontation or solidarity. Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, Mao and Alina, they have a history, which is why you can see that okay, they've sort of had to look after each other, protect each other all throughout their lives. So you can get you can, you get that relationship. Yeah. Um General Kira and his mother, for example, you could you can see that relationship and why it is that they are the way they are. Um. Um. So and also the the bits oh, of sorry. racism here S- and there. Say about but, the mother?
1: Yeah, she's from my family. Do you remember my family? Which was my family. It was some, like, sitcom from, like, back in the day. Oh. And T's just had was,
0: to... It, it, sounds, it sounds familiar. It was a, it was a British. Uh, yeah,
1: it was British. I, 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 I'll ask you when T gets back, because you might remember. Was
0: Was one of the characters... Was it, like, a superhero character? No, it was... Um, no, uh, what were you thinking of
1: then? It had... Um, oh, that's going to get on my nerves. It had, like, three brothers... No, no, mm-hmm. no, dude. Oh, it's gonna get my
0: nose. Uh, maybe when T comes back, he can definitely can, uh, let us know then. Yeah. Because uh, maybe I've seen my family, maybe I haven't, you know. You would before. like you you would the
1: moment I show it to you, you'll be like, oh my gosh, I remember it. Um they had right. freaking um <laughs> Um they um Robert Lindsay and Zoe one make- maker and they played the Harpers. Why does
0: the why does that bring bells, the Harpers?
1: Trust, like, it's one of those ones yeah you'd know, 100% have watched it.
0: Wait. Like, oh, oh, 100% would seen I remember see this. it. I, I remember think it was on it. BBC yeah. One. Yeah. I you see. Da. I remember it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know it. I know it. Oh, no, Wonderships are familiar. Exactly, because oh, she was the mom. Oh, snap. See? All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I do remember it then. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Hey cool yeah I have, so that's that's the eureka moment um <laughs> yeah so this show this show was really good um, this the series is good like you said it is a slow burn mm. but i think the reason why it's a slow burn is that it actually mm. wants you to understand you know the setting yeah, um what's going you on you know sort of yeah what's going on um sort of maybe the way the people people think and why it is that the people that people think the way you think because this like i mean the book, obviously, I'm sure the book tells you so much more about the relationships between the various factions and, and society and whatnot, mm-hmm. right? But in a show like this, it's very hard to get everything into one, into, what, how many episodes? Was it eight episodes or something yeah, like that? Yeah, eight episodes. So, so I think it's, do- it's done well. Um, even if is just an introduction to the, to the books or whatever else, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm sure this will lead people to the books. I think it's done a very good job. So, I give it a whole chicken. Okay, that's good. IT, do you remember my family?
2: my family yeah um, with the, we're the yeah wasn't that some old show oh, It was
1: on bbc one now was like exactly. set in the 2000s yeah yeah that's old now <laughs> <laughs> um, um
2: old yeah i that. think so i think i remember that didn't that have um oh. the harper family yeah the harp that's it the, and the the mum was um what's her name from harry potter yeah, the, yeah, the, the yeah, Quidditch, you got it. the Quidditch woman, yeah, yeah, you got
0: it, yeah, and yeah, she was yeah, in the shadow, yeah, and, I she, was, that. That was and she was and the and boy,
2: sh- the son. One of the one of the sons was, um, ah, oh, it was jokes, man. He was in love, actually, he was the guy who went to America to get go, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I remember that show, yeah, yeah, yeah Zoe, Zoe. Funny, Wanamaka or Wanamaker? I don't know yeah, how to
1: pronounce her name. I don't know how to pronounce her name, but um, yeah, she was a shadow and bone. I, for mine, I got um not my usual thing, but I'm liking it so far. It had a very diverse cast, and I think what's cool about that is that suppose uh, like um from chatting uh, from talking to Melissa, um, who's read some of the books, she was like the the cast in the books are very diverse, and they've like literally mm. um cast the correct people to play the roles, which I thought, thought was really good. And oh, that makes um, sense. And I can't remember what scene it was, but I've just got in my notes. They did his friend dirty. I can't remember what scene it was, but like, I like some of the I like some of the like the action scenes. I like the way the mm. story was like a slow developing. Um I liked I I enjoyed all the characters. Um I just like it, it just didn't make me just like there wasn't anything that got me like super, super gassed. Um mm-hmm. and I can't wait for a season two, but I'm just gonna give it a free piece. Uh, T, did you all watch right. this one? um no i watched the
2: first episode mm-hmm. uh but it just it didn't grab me man it didn't it didn't stick with it stick yeah stick with i will it. I, I also didn't have time do you know what i mean yeah. And, and yeah i have everything i thought all right well this i'm not feeling so i'll give this one up but yeah it was all right the first the ending of the first episode piqued my interest again mm. when um when the guy made it through the fold, and they were like, "What was it?" And that woman who can make you tell the truth or whatever. Yeah. And um, when he was like, "Oh, if I tell you, will you will you free me?" Oh, <laughs> and they show just gonna share. It. When he was like, "I promise, I
0: will free you." I was like, yeah, he's that gonna was gonna dumb. He was gonna die. Norm of existence. Like, <laughs> yeah. Straight away, um, he was gonna die.
1: Yep, that's exactly what I said as well. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna free yeah, your so- body from your 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 soul from your body. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so I did like that. The ending of episode one intrigued me, and I, and the whole thing about her being the sun bearer, she has sun like river. sun powers or whatever, mm. and can light up the darkness of the fold. Yes, but,
1: stick with it. Yeah, I'm telling. I'm telling you, punk. stick with it. This is yeah. a slow burn. Yeah, it gets better. Um, again, it's not. It's not my usual stick, which is why I'm even impressed. Like it kept. It, I just couldn't stop watching it because I was just like. I wanted to see what's going to happen. I was going to see, like, um, how she develops her powers. And then later on, yeah, you get introduced to this, like, basically Jon Snow and uh, you, you or whatever her name was. You you basically yeah. meet two characters that are basically them in it. And mm-hmm. um, something interesting happens with them. And you're like, oh, I want to know what happens. I want to know more. And yeah, man, like, I, I, I'm I looking forward to, like, more seasons of this, man. And I hope nothing I... doesn't cancel it.
2: Yeah, I also thought it was a bit. Um, what's the word? Like, is it derivative or like it? It, just, it had a lot of elements from other things. Like, it just looked like Avatar. Do you know what I mean? Like, it had the Airbenders and the. <laughs> I said, yeah. yeah. I was like, this is just Avatar, and and the, the start. Like, I've lost count of the amount. It's pretty cliche to start the introduction of a character in like a bare knuckle boxing fight do you know what I mean mm. I'm like oh, okay we're doing this again
4: yeah
2: like but I don't know I'll give it a chance it were not the worst thing I'd give it a half chicken for that episode mm. but like oh it gets better especially once you get to see like
1: who the villain is in a sense and like you know immediately he's the villain but well, you kind of like him and you just kind of be like, oh, I kind of want this guy not to be the villain, but then you're yeah. just like, he's the villain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no mm. two ways of why he ends up being the villain. And, Have I uh, seen him? Is he in the first
2: episode? Uh Probably. Is it the guy with the cane? No, but he's a sick character, you know. <laughs> yeah, oh
1: my yeah, days, yeah. he's a, he. hey, he's, <laughs> do you know what, yeah, the whole time I was watching it, yeah, that crew, yeah, uh, have you met the rest of them?
2: I like that. Uh,
1: have you met yeah, the, the, the the b- the black guy with the double the pistols and the assassin? Oh, jets. he's
2: hard. Oh no, I haven't seen them.
1: Yeah. So when you see his crew, yeah, like I'm telling you, like the whole time I'm watching it, I was just like, I don't care about the other characters. Like I want these side characters to live. I want these two to survive. Uh-huh. Like they're not even the main yeah. characters, but I was just like.
0: Don't kill them. Like, I'm going to cry if you kill these characters. Um, <laughs> the supporting support cast is actually very, very well the done. Supporting um, the supporting cast is sick. The actors are very good. Um, I, like Nana mm. said, I was, I, at some points I was actually invested in these, in these uh, um, side, side characters. characters. Yeah. Because they are interesting. Um, They're fun. I, I never fun. expected to be so interesting that, you know, I think obviously there was a plan for them later on that mm. you'll find out. Um But yeah, Nana's Mm. right. I think I think you should stick with it because I think you'll be impressed with just the way it's shot and everything. And um, yeah, just just just, you know just how the world the world works. I think you will be impressed with it. So yeah, hopefully you can stick with it. Yeah, man. I I I do hope you get a chance to stick with it.
1: Yeah, I I do, and I hope like you actually enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Like I hope it's not you just get through it. and It's like oh, this was garbage. Do you know what I mean? Like I hope Mm. you actually do enjoy it because, like I said. I, I quite enjoyed it and I, I wasn't expecting it to do that. Um, the next thing that we're going to talk about real quickly is Zero on Netflix. Um, Zero is an Italian drama, comedy, sci-fi <laughs> series created by Menotti. It is based on the book Non Ho Mai Avutu Ula Me Etea. And I'm sorry, but my Italian is absolutely garbage to non-existent. Um... <clears throat> so I apologise if I have offended anybody here, uh, By Antonio Dechelle, <laughs> De Stefano. Uh zero, zero is the first Italian series that as the black Italian experience the protagonist Omar is so accustomed to feeling invisible to others that he might as well be Zero to them um, I quite like this like unique take on a, a superhero movie and it was generally for the most part like quite grounded and um, mm-hmm. I put in my notes that like, yeah. have you have you seen the TikTok guy that like takes these people's stupid little problems and just like simplifies them. Yeah, I, no, I haven't. You haven't. I'll, I'll post one of them in the group. But the zero guy, right. the zero character, reminded me of that guy.
2: Yeah,
1: bit, yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I got my notes. Um. You know what? Yeah. If I I, I any I watch superhero things, I'm just like, how how would it work in the real world? Like. Who would you tell your friends? Like, what would like? Would you do things for good or would you be bad? Like, and um, I I liked seeing this, and again, like in initially I wasn't too invested in like the side characters, like Sharif, um. But as it went on, it, it grew on me. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of cool that um in one of the episodes, I think the first episode when they're watching the football matches, Nigeria versus Ghana, and obviously I'm Ghanaian, so brat brat, <laughs> um. And um, yeah, do you know what? I really enjoyed this. I'm going to give this a solid three piece. Um, mm-hmm. I like the, I wouldn't say human interaction, but what's like the way the, the human mind works when you're faced with problems and how people will like get through it. Because like for me, yeah. when it got to the end here, yeah, I was like, fuck the dad, fuck Anna. I don't give a, like just let them rot. Do you know what I mean? Don't get involved. Mm-hmm. Like you've done your bit. You, you know, just don't, don't care about them. Just, just be on your way in it, um, and I'm, like I said, I'm gonna give this a free piece, and I do hope we get a sequel because, like, I like what they've set up, and I want to know more. Um, I, I'm at, PT. Did you, did you manage to watch this one? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, I watched this one. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, what's what's your what's your thoughts on your in Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, yeah, no, I like this. I like this. Um. I feel like the protagonist was it was good, he was a good character he was like um, I don't know not relatable or however you want to say it but he, he was good, do you know what I mean? It was mm. a good protagonist um, you, you felt for him and everything he's going through. I like that even before his invisible powers were revealed um, you did get the real sense that just no one noticed him mm-hmm. like um when he's delivering pizzas and shit people just walk by him and like he even got into their house like <laughs> without them even knowing uh, he got locked in money. got locked in um well yeah no I, I i like i like the show um i'd give it maybe uh yeah i don't know somewhere like originally i wrote down half chicken mm-hmm. but there were elements of it that I feel like a half chicken is kind of harsh mm. rating to give it. Um but it's somewhere between a half chicken. It's almost a free piece. You have gotta like, pick
1: one. There's no in-betweens here man. Oh, come on now I'll, you know I'll the, give it
2: i I'll give it a free piece then. I'll <laughs> give it a piece because I feel like it was unique and it different enough mm. um that it deserved recognition. Um for example, like I liked the way every episode mm-hmm. started with a scene that, then while you're watching the episode, it gets back to that scene. Yes, I mean? like, that scene was like a flash forward. Yes, and and, and, and it, then you get back to that scene, and you've got like extra context behind it, and mm-hmm. it kind of almost changes the whole your whole feeling of that scene by the time you get to it. I really like that. I so I, that was, that I was am clever. slowly.
1: Being becoming a sucker for that kind of storytelling. And yeah. like, there's a show called This Is Us that Delvin got me started watching. And they do that where they like go through different time periods and stuff like that. And mm. I just love it. Um, Also, <laughs> like, I like the way they did the title card. It was like this like weird mirror effect. Um, yeah. And it just looked so dope every time they did it. I was just like, that's just a really cool effect. And I know it's got nothing really to do with the show, but like, I just really enjoyed that. Um,
2: yeah, no, it is to do with the show. Right? Everything like that—that that was, it was kind of like the invincible title card. You know what I mean? Like it was, okay. it, it it was like, um, it was it, like it was invisible as well. But
1: then it came. Up here. See
2: it, like it came into view. Like you yeah, know, I really liked that title card as well. Mm. That was cool, man. Um, there was a couple of nitpicks I have about the the rules of his powers um but again it wasn't anything that really broke the show for me mm. like for example um they established like i like that whole montage <coughs> of them not even a montage it was more just a scene mm. but the scene of him working out his powers and yeah. what, what the limits are and how it affects other things like if he touches something it turns invisible but he can't make other people invisible mm. mm-hmm. um like like when his friend was like, make me invisible, make me invisible. <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. Mm. But then like when he touched him, nothing happened. Was now, that, was that Mo- Mo- I, Momo? Momo, yeah. Yeah. I thought it would have been even funnier and made more sense if his clothes went invisible when he touched him. Mm. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> because they already established that when he touches stuff, it goes invisible. Yeah. His own clothes go invisible when he goes invisible. Mm. So when he touched the guy surely his clothes should go invisible mm. but not him so i thought that could they could have made that scene even funnier yeah but um i guess it kind of it kind of would you'd have to write around that with other scenes like him at the casino when he's like tapping them yeah on the shoulder the, yeah like if his clo- if their clothes keep going invisible and shit <laughs> like it, yeah it'd be a madness mm. um but also they established that, like, um, when he's invisible, electronics and cameras don't work around him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then later on, he uses his phone to film something while he's invisible. So I'm like, well, how did that work?
1: Like, I think with that is because he was touching it.
2: Because he was touching it, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I felt that's, like, that's why I I, I felt like well. it was because
1: he was using it. It didn't affect yeah. it. Because then he... Oh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. I thought he got a recording... But I think I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of something girl story.
2: No, no, he got recorded. Yeah. He, he recorded the deal. When right. The deal went down. Mm. He recorded it, but that's what I'm saying. He was invisible. So I would have thought that the same rules applied, but like you said, maybe because he was holding it. Yeah. It didn't, it worked differently. That's what I kind of said in my head as well. Mm. Um, but there was another scene when I think when they took his girl and they were in the, in the van and then he runs and, and turns invisible and then jumps on the van. I was like, well, then wouldn't the van turn invisible? Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't it be like like Wonder Woman's invisible jet? Do you know what I mean? Like, wouldn't all the people in there just all of a sudden <laughs> like just feel like they're floating on nothing? Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Yeah. But again, it it. Pardon me. They made it fit what they needed it to fit at the in each scene. Again, it would have caused trouble if he jumped on that van and then it went invisible. Mm. Like they would have been like, "What the fuck's going on here?" So. Yeah, like I said, it didn't break the show for me, but it was just little things that in the moment I was like, well, wait a minute, doesn't that mean this shouldn't this happen? But again, it didn't really matter. I loved um, the effects on him when he was invisible. It mm-hmm. kind of had like a manga kind of animation kind of look because he writes and draws mangas. Yeah, yeah. So when he turns invisible, he kind of had like this, do you know what I mean? Like this kind of manga all, all, look about it, Almost Ghost in the Shell style. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was cool. Um, I feel like it did, again, as unique and different as it was, it did borrow like storylines and elements from other things, mm-hmm. especially when it was revealed that her dad... Was the main bad guy? I was like, well, that's yeah. just Spider-Man: Homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, the, the dad's a part of any cult. any Spider-Man movie. To be honest, it's mm. always his mate's dads So, mm. um, but
0: yeah, I'm no, I'm I
1: intrigued to see what happens with the sister, like what her power is, because it seems that whenever her powers start to kick in, it affects his powers.
0: Yeah, I got
2: yeah, that they well. both seem to affect each other because like. When he goes invisible, sometimes she can see what he's seeing. Mm. And then when she uses her power, sometimes it affects his where he, he comes out of being invisible yeah. like without meaning to. So they're definitely linked. But also, is she evil? Do you think she's going to be like a villain or something? Because I... she...
1: I I kind of I, I kind of would like that because the way she
0: killed her best friend was yeah. cool. She didn't. I thought I thought I thought she she didn't mean for her to die the way she, she died. She just wanted to hurt her. But still, it just happened, yeah, it just happened to have had that. But, way. but she, she smiled did, and walked away. That's what I
2: mean. Whether or not she meant to do it afterwards, no. she smiled like. yeah. Excellent.
0: You would feel
1: like some kind of remorse and shock that you just basically killed your friend whether it's by accident My or
0: feet. not. I, did, I, I didn't touch her so as far as I'm concerned. Because
1: <laughs> she, she made her she made, her she made her go blind. Yep. Which is uh, imagine that's her power her power she can make people go blind like what? That's peak man. That is dark man. Sudden <laughs> darkness. Boom. And, and mm. I actually like the special effects on the way the eyes went all like white eyed.
0: Yeah, also um, that was actually pretty
2: well done. Yeah, mm. Mm. I like the whole um, mystery with the virgin as well. Like, who is she? Yeah, how is she, she related she, to the yeah the, that cult and that ceremony. Mm. Why couldn't she see? Um, why can not she see Omar when he's invisible? Yeah, like even when he was at the casino, there was a moment where she popped up and it looked like she, she could, could see, see him. him. Yeah, yeah. And then later on, like she can even talk to him and hear him and everything, which so, is weird
0: because I don't understand how she was able to talk to him while was, or how she was a, she was able to hear him. Um, she's got abilities. She's, she's clearly before. got
1: abilities of her own. Yeah, yeah, clearly,
0: but it's just a bit weird. Mm. Um, yeah. So for me, I like the way the story develops. Um, you know, there's there's nothing that's really unexplained, or you know, it becomes clearer in later episodes. Um, obviously there's there's obviously a mystery that we need to know but that's not what I'm counting because I think that's part of it as in um, there's that mystery element that they want you to uh, that they want you to sort of uh, anticipate um, and sort of get solved in the end but at least with everything leading up to you know why is it that they're looking up? They're looking after I can't remember the, the name of the area that they live in but why is it that you know they're so keen on keeping this area safe uh, say from um, Omar's girlfriend's dad, um, why it is that they act the way they act and that kind of thing. Um, you know, I thought I thought that was pretty cool. Um mm-hmm. you know also the story is that a small towns being invested in by shady rich people in order to develop property and invest in it. Um you know, lowering that's the that's what's called the barrio. So lowering the barrier the value of the barrio by causing blackouts, vandalizing and killing people. That's something that's very relevant because mm. it does happen in today's society. Yep. Um, even in the boondocks they touched upon stuff like this. Um, I don't know if everyone remembers the episode the itis where um, oh yeah <laughs> where once where once the senior like you know like invests in uh, grandpa's chicken chicken restaurants mm. or food restaurants and, you know, because people get fat and then once they get fat, they get sick. And, and then they, they're also addicted to the food and whatnot. That it, it, it devalues the property there. Then he ends up, you know, clearing everyone out and just buying the whole thing. Mm. Yeah, mm. or sort of to that. So that's sick. Um, I thought, like you said, I thought the powers are well portrayed and well shot. Mm-hmm. Um and again, later we see the sister have the powers of her own uh, that also affects uh, Omar. So I guess it ties into that prophecy. I well, think the prophecy was something along the lines of uh, the two uh, siblings will realize their powers and, and whatever, whatever, whatever. So you uh, can see that started to take effect. Um, I really want to watch season two. I think I was. Do you know this? I think it's the first um, Italian movie. Oh, sorry, Italian series I've watched like this. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about any other Italian series at all, so this is a nice introduction for me to Italian, um, sort of Italian Italian series, and I guess maybe Italian movies in the future. Yeah. Um, so I definitely want to see a season two because I want to know what that ceremony is describing mm. the the siblings, as well as the, how the Virgin again, like we just have already mentioned, how the Virgin ties in into uh, into in, in, into them because she clearly knows that. His the the, the history, yeah. otherwise she wouldn't have gone for oh, my sister in the first place, or or if I like that. So hmm. yeah, All, overall things very very good. and Another reason why throughout I like the series. It. Sorry, go on to you. I
2: was just gonna say I like the mystery throughout the series as well about surrounding his mum, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I like how it kept like flip flopping. Like one minute he's upset at his dad because his mum died, and and whatever, whatever. Then it was like revealed that his dad was there and was maybe the one that called the police on her or whatever and got them separated then it was like well he actually did that to protect him because his mom was crazy Mm -hmm. Then it was like is she crazy though or did she have powers as well similar to what like her daughter has and then in the end when it was like well no your mom's still even alive (laughs) yeah your mom's dead (laughs) chilling (laughs) Mm. Mm. so yeah i like that man I'm intrigued for another season.
1: I'll definitely watch that. Calm, calm, calm. Right, I'm gonna. We're, we're just gonna talk about this next week, and we'll call it a, a, a night here. Um, mm. Next week's episode will cover everything else. Um, as we, you know, shouldn't have too much individual stuff to talk about since it won't be as so much time has passed. Um, yeah. We should be able to yeah. get through everything, and that also gives us a chance to have Stevie back on because he really wanted to talk about. Um... Oh no! Wait. Did, yeah, I think he really wanted to talk about Shadow and Bone. Um, yeah. So I would want to get his thoughts on that as well as some of the other stuff. Um, so the last one that we're going to talk about tonight is Yasuke. Um, you know, so Yasuke is a production by Studio Mappa that's done on Netflix. Um, it was eight episodes, ranging between 28 to 30 minutes. It dropped on April 29th. Uh, it was uh, voiced uh, the main character was voiced by the Keith Stanfield. Um, I feel like I would have enjoyed this more if I watched it in Japanese. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't like. I don't know if this has like become my go to, and like, I, because I even asked this question in I think even the Blur's chat or in another anime chat. I was like, was this originally meant to be filmed? and recorded in um, American English because, like, I didn't feel like the lips were syncing to the audio. And it it put me off a little bit. Mm. Was I the only I one? I have
0: no idea. Mm. I don't know. Um, I, I didn't really notice any lip syncing issues. Um, I, I assumed that this was the shot and... Um, voiced over originally in English
1: because well, it's do you know now that I've seen that as studio mapper which I should have known as already it's a Japanese animation studio so I'm yeah. thinking it was originally meant to be done in Japanese and then they brought in well known um English voice actors for it. Um all right I I didn't love it. I thought it was okay. Um I think what threw me off is that And again, I probably should have figured this out from the trailer, but like, like, (laughs) without being being racist here, this was so Japanese. Like, it Mm -hmm. had mecha, it had uh, superpowers, it had sword fighting, it had, like, it it just felt so Japanese. Like, every Japanese element of, like, anime was in this. And, Mm -hmm. considering I'm a big, Japan a fan of Japanese animation and a big fan of anime. I just felt it was too much. Um I would have liked it to have been set a little bit more in like a realistic world or a realistic story. Um the the mecha and magic was just a bit too much for me. Um mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to give us a half chicken. Um Big T, did you manage to watch this one? Oh, is Big T even there? If Big T's not there. Mine. Hello. Oh, Sorry, there.
2: no no, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Yeah, no, I watched this. I watched this. Um, I liked it. I agree with what you're saying. I think the anime kind of aspects of it were too much. Considering this is based off a real person, Mm. I would have liked to have seen a historically accurate kind of portrayal, like an actual story of his life or something. Yeah. Um, So I thought it was weird that they went with this route, Mm -hmm. considering it was advertised as the story of the first black samurai mm. it's like well this ain't the story though is it? <laughs> yeah. this is your story and,
1: and do you know what <laughs> do you know what upset me as well yeah is the fact that um, we mm. just watched that um that documentary that was on Netflix where they kind of like yeah, discuss, the Japanese, yeah um, and then they American. discussed this period and like when they were saying certain characters I was like oh yeah I remember that from the documentary I got the
0: exact same thing and I was like oh
1: like you gave me that documentary that you give me this, like you should have, they should have kind of made it tie in. I think if they had made it tie in, here, that would have been sick.
2: Mm. Sorry, T, you right, I'll let you continue. Um, yeah. No, um, I liked it for what it was. Um, I liked the mercenary team. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they had good, like chem- dynamic chemistry between them. Um, I like that when the guy that hired them died, they were just like, well, fuck it. like We don't need to be here anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, then, <laughs> and then later on, they came back and it was on his side. I like that. I mm. like that they came back and we got to see them working together. Um, I feel like Yasuke himself was a good character. Mm-hmm. Um, he took a lot of damage. Uh mm. he's he's more more
0: invincible than invincible (laughs)
2: yeah for real you know Um, but no like and I like it's another one of those kind of surrogate father stories where a guy or someone who's a guy has to protect a child and he doesn't want to like you know what I mean like Mm. the Mandalorian or it's another one of those kind of stories but I feel like it, it held my attention. I binged it all in one sitting. Um, so it was a nice, brief little watch. Mm. Uh, but the main thing I liked about it was the soundtrack. So, Martin, to hear what you said earlier mm. about this, you might have to give me the names of those albums and shit, and I'll give those a listen to. Cause yeah, so. The soundtrack was really good. It reminded yeah. me like.
0: Samurai Champelou?
2: Yeah, like it had don't. aspects of like samurai champloo, like a nuja bez kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got
0: that in my notes as well.
2: <laughs> but with like a kind of synth, kind of like Blade Runner, kind of, it was like samurai champloo meets Blade Runner, and like I don't know, yeah. I was really feeling it, man.
4: Oh.
0: Yeah, definitely. So music was done by Fly Lotus, and the opening was uh Fly Lotus and Thundercat, but I'll uh. I'll definitely uh post in a in a group chat, um yeah. those two. Um funny enough, um Thundercat also worked with Kendrick Lamar, so um I think oh, nice. it's Kendrick's um it's the album that's got um, the song These Walls in it. Um I thought he might he might have done the um song. He might he might have done the composition for um, These Walls. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, Thundercat, Thundercat is a, is a great musician, um, honestly, and and obviously Flying Lotus as well. Mm. Yeah, um, cool. So I'll let, I'll, let you, I'll let you continue with your bit. Uh,
2: yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty. I don't have much to say about it, to be honest. Like, um, that was pretty much it. Like, I give it a, a half chicken as well. Um, mm. I feel like there's potential for more. Again, you saying that this is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, gives me hope as well. I will stick with it. I'll watch another series if it comes out. Yes. Um but this series by itself wasn't quite what I was expecting, but I still I, I enjoyed what we got
0: for what it was. Mm. Um for me, I think I give I give it a three piece. Um so like you, like I, everyone here, I thought it would also have been a historic retelling of um, of Yasuke. Um but it was seldom the case because even though it was set in the in the um War of States era and stuff like that, um, it ended up being, you know, again this combination of mecha meets samurai meets um, um, I get magic. Um mm that kind of thing. Um, but also the supernatural, um, in a way similar to also, um, Afro samurai. Um, so a little bit about, um, Yasuke. Yeah. Yasuke is, yeah, exactly. So a little bit about Yasuke. Yasuke is a Yao man from Mozambique, um, who was raised as a servant and eventually become, became a samurai renamed, uh, Yasuke as servant under Oda Nobunaga as a general. Um, so, for me, I, I like the animation to it, actually. Um, I thought the action scenes were done very well, um, especially in the first episode. I think the first episode actually encapsulated um, just how smooth the animation was for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the animation is is just as good as, I, I think, as uh, Dota Castlevania. Um, outside of those, Samurai Champlain after Samurai. Um, so I like the supportive characters, um, like you said as well, T. Um, especially with the mercenaries, and it was interesting seeing both the abilities and the motives. Um, I also noticed, I also said in my notes that um, in the War of States period, there was often betrayal from generals um, mm-hmm. and from generals' own commanders, and that was something that came across in the series as well. Um, so again, something that's my very um, much um, you know in line with what we know about Japanese uh, uh, history. Um, it was also nice. I again I put in my notes that Yosuke isn't invincible and does get thrown around quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So it made him more human in the sense that he wasn't this guy who was just so sick that he could take on anyone that came across him. He generally got um, beaten up from time mm. to time and had to be, had to have our saved as well. Yeah. Um, it was also nice seeing that, you know, even though um tragedy befell him and uh Odin Labunaga that he hadn't forgotten his samurai discipline and he could tell that even the way he lives his life. So that was nice to see. Um the soundtrack is really, really good. Um I genuinely enjoyed the soundtrack. Um so much so that I've actually listened to the soundtrack on Spotify and then gone onto the individual artists um Spotify <laughs> page and listened to their to their albums as well. Nice. Um so I think I think overall it's really well done. Um honestly for me I would have liked to have seen um a historic return of Yasuke, to be perfectly honest. Um because yes, he's in Japanese history, but I, I want that to be explored more. Even if even if it was the case that it may have been uh, historically inaccurate in some sense as in you know his rise to be, to serve under Oda Nobunaga, I still would mm. like to see that. But yeah, um like I said, I'm not Opposed to the direction it took, which is, you know, it's now a mecca, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, it's, it's still a good story.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah. Like, again, like, I, I, I did like it, but as it went on, I was, I just kept off thinking, like, this would have be been better if they had made it a little, like, you could have had some fantasy <laughs> elements to it, but, like, there was a lot going on. Do you know what I mean? Like,
4: mm-hmm.
1: and it, for me, it was just a little bit too much, and I would have preferred something just it- a little bit more gone to you.
2: They could have had the exact same storyline, yeah, even with the girl with the powers, like, because it's all right to have a bit of fantasy yeah. kind of elements to an ancient Japanese, do you know what I mean? But yeah. I think it was the mech that kind of really took it too far for me, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, well, you don't like mecha anyway, so... Yeah, I don't like it well, anyway. So you right.
1: know, I, <laughs> I don't mind mecha, either, but again, it. it just was like... It was just a bit too much, and then the the Russian woman turned into a bear. Like it was just a little bit on the nose for me, and then the 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 black guy doing the voodoo magic. I was just like,
4: oh, you're you're
1: like mm. when you're touching on those tropes, yeah. I, I, it needs to be done well. Do you know what I mean? It, it was a bit too on the nose for me. Mm.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah. I did I like. that. Right. Right. I thought it was alright. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. I did like that that mercenary team. Like had like like top guys from very different locations like you yeah, had the African voodoo guy and was that woman Russian or something yeah. and Russian. Yeah. yeah I Russia. thought cool. I was cool.
1: All right. Well boy, we are what, two well no, not even two. One more episode and then we're gonna be doing episode two hundred. oh shit. Man, oh man, we've been going strong
2: for a while just um just quickly mm-hmm. because we've got like nine minutes left here <laughs> before we said and i know we're not gonna get into without remorse mm-hmm. but i might not be able to be on next episode i should do but mm-hmm. i might not just in case i'm not yet mm-hmm. i just want to say now how boring that film was. <laughs> really I'm so sorry man that film was <laughs> boring man oh like. i
1: didn't like that film oh didn't man like i liked
2: it <laughs> i knew you would like it i knew it
1: <laughs> i liked I watched it it, like a bit. No, it, no, it was shit. it was basically a black jason Bourne mixed with tom Clancy. No, in it
4: wasn't it
1: was not no, no it wasn't
2: it, it, don't even disrespect it, it, those other franchises <laughs> <laughs> bro. Uh, it was, was. Huh? nah hey
0: listen yeah. it, it, it was
1: right. what it was what a black jason
0: Bourne <laughs> or was born yeah but, it was like it was like a cross between uh, yeah, Jason Bourne.
4: Yeah,
1: you? bro, like I right. and then when he said that at the end he was like, Oh, I'm gonna name my team Rainbow. I was
4: like, yeah.
1: But that's because <laughs> it's
4: Rainbow Six, my but... Yeah,
2: right. nah. Fam, I I I was bored. I was really? Bored. I like no, considering I... the actors who was in it, yeah, mm-hmm. it should have been a lot better. Like, um fucking Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. is a great actor, but in this I don't think they let him act enough. Like, considering your wife and your unborn child has just been murdered, mm. he should be distraught. Do you know what I mean? He should be fucking showing like Mel Gibson levels of of upset. Like, like <laughs> he looked like like he had that one scene where he went back to his house and screamed, yeah, mm. in the pillows or whatever. Yeah, that was a bit. And then it was like, well, that's that, done. Um, but you know he, I mean, like, he, he no. went
1: he went into revenge mode, blood.
2: Nah, nah. He, he, even he, in revenge he, mode he went he into showed sadness he went All into he showed, I am
1: going to be the black John Wick I am nah. going to get the Bro, revenge
2: Keanu Reeves yeah showed better acting over a fucking dog than he did <laughs> over his wife and unborn child like that scene where he's in prison mm. and he's talking to the his general or whatever that woman the Dora Milaje woman yeah and he was talking to her yeah and he was like He's like, they they killed my wife and my unborn child. I was like, bro, like, you sh- like shed a tear or something. Like, do you know what I mean? Show some emotion. Like, he just went, like, I-, I don't know, man. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was his character. Like, he just went cold because he went into revenge mode. But to me, like... I like, I like to see people's motivation. I like to see the emotion. And I like I like that shit. Like, and I feel like they should have given that to us. Nah. I, I, um, I, there was good moments. <coughs> like when he set the car on fire and then got in. Yes. Like, oh, my doing? gosh. This yeah, guy is that was sick. Hard,
1: he was, that like, was hard, buddy. was hard, And you know what? It's when it's like, I'm going to make you say her name before you die. And wow, then... <laughs> that
4: was hard as well. I was like, yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, listen. Like I said, yeah. For me, it like... I I enjoyed the movie. You know? I liked the action. I enjoyed the tactical elements of it. Um, the uh, the white guy that turned out to not be a snake because the whole time I was like, "No, nah, this guy's snaking you, man! Shoot him! <laughs> yeah, shoot him. Shoot, exactly him shoot him in his head! Shoot I was like, "Kill him! Kill him! Kill him!" And then, uh, listen, he like I don't know how much um it relates to any of the games because Tom Clancy is meant to be a very stealthy game. It's all, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? It's all about like hiding in the shadows assassinating people, joking them in the neck, using tech to like be sly and stuff, um, based off like what I've seen from the games. Um, you know, and obviously you've got Rainbow Six Siege. Um, the the, uh, the, 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 the Division is also uh, uh, Tom Clancy in it. I
0: think so. Yeah, Tom Clancy's so yeah. is a has like... But I, that I, game is not stealthy. Oh yeah, they are <laughs> you know, games Sixth there,
1: oh, but yeah man no i i like like i said i enjoyed it man i think i would give it a free piece man like i ain't giving a whole chicken but i would like either a spin-off tv show or a, a another movie where he's like recruiting guys to make his team and they gotta mm. go disass- like oh listen i am down man i enjoyed it man i want more man but you know nah. honestly I
0: think this as a TV series would have gone a bit nicer yeah I, think.
1: I would I thought, I thought it was a TV series so when I turned it on I thought it was a because I think I was going to try and watch it on Wednesday and then mm. when I saw it was like an hour and a half movie I was like it's late I'm not really in the mood to like sit down and watch a movie like I yeah. want to kind of just relax and like maybe like watch Archer or something um, or you know or I think that's when I actually even watched maybe The Bad Batch because I was just like I don't mm. want something like I'm going to pay attention, too much attention to Um so, yeah, when I watched it, I was like, hey, it's all right. But I, I agree. It, it would have been better as a, a TV show. But I feel like, didn't they just recently do one as a TV show? And it was following... That, um, oh, What's his name? It, and I'm pretty sure it was Amazon Prime as well. And he was like an like, ca- like accountant, Tom Clancy. I don't know. I feel, I feel like there was... Yeah, Jack Ryan. Jack yeah, there Ryan. is one on Amazon. Yeah, Jack Ryan. Yeah, so and that oh, was yeah. a TV show. I never watched that actually. To be honest, um, it again I just just didn't really like it. Was I was wasn't really in the mood for it, but um, mm. I liked this one, and I think my I would like to see Michael B. Jordan more in these type of roles where he's like an action star. Because um,
2: yeah, yeah, I would like to see that as well, but I'd like to let them let him act as well when while he's doing it that would be nice Mm. considering how good an actor he is like look at killmonger do you know what i mean yeah compared to his character in this Mm. like he was too emotionless and again like i'm saying like like i don't know i don't know how to explain it man i just a, a lot of the stuff that happened in the film was just there was no sense of tension or build up or like everything just happened and it was just like very matter of fact like i was tense
0: i was tense to see that guy get killed by uh by michael b jordan's character but Mm. then uh, it was like he's not a snake i was like damn it
1: yeah Um, i honestly thought he was gonna be a snake
0: i I felt i fell asleep uh, (laughs) oh
1: oh wow
2: and (laughs) so like at the beginning I was into it, like the yeah. the the bit where the the white guy got run over by the van when he was taking out the trash. Oh, that was dope. That sh- that shocked me. I was like, oh shit. Yeah,
0: that, then, that that came out of nowhere.
2: Yeah, well. And when they rolled up on the other guy in the car and just kept shooting him, like it was fucking overkill. Like it was yeah. like blam 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 blam. They just kept going. Like that was shocking. But then when it actually got to the so you've cut murder of his wife. It was it, it when it when it actually got to the murder of his wife. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. very. It felt flat to me. Like they just walked in the room, and it was just like, sham, sham, sham. okay, she's dead. Mm. And then I was like, well, no, like you should have. There should have been like a build up. Like, like he's in the house. He's downstairs. He hears. Them. Like, and they tried to do it. Mm. But I just don't think it was executed very well. Like it, it just happened. Yeah. And then, like I said, he kind of just went into this this revenge mode and didn't really show any emotion over. His wife and child being killed beyond screaming in his pillow once. <laughs> like, <laughs> and well, i do not man. Well, to me, well, well
1: like... let's, 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 let's. Okay. Obviously, they probably didn't do the greatest t- way of showing this, but I feel like, and again, you're right, they probably should have shown this more, but like while he was going through, because he was in hospital for a long time. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm, yeah. he was going through rehab and stuff. Like, that's not like a, I'm out for a week. Do you know what I mean? That would have been a month, if not a little bit longer, in my opinion. And, yeah, like, he, he got he got shot, like, what, twice in the chest? Yeah. So it wouldn't have been a quick thing. And again, they, I don't know, maybe they cut those scenes
2: for um, show t- running, t- running time. Um, I feel like they cut a lot of scenes because when, that whole scene when he went and set fire to the guy's car, yeah? Uh-huh. Like, it, again, it was good. Like, that whole scene when he's drinking... And then starts pouring a drink over his head. Yeah, to make it look like like, alcoholic. Yeah, at first I was like, okay, like that's showing his um, his Smart. trauma that he's going mm. through. Like he's just doing mad stuff. Mm. But then when he approached the guy, I was like, okay, he just wants the stink of alcohol mm. to appear to be drunk. Yeah. But then, then I thought about it, and I was like, why did he even do that? Like, why did he need to approach the embassy and act drunk? Yeah, that guy? was a bit why dumb. He he, he could have just waited outside exactly he could have just waited outside <laughs> he didn't need to do that then mm. he walked to, he just walked up to them and then walked away i was like well, that was pointless yeah and then yeah when he crashed into their car i was bitter confused because i was like why is he in a tow truck where did he get this from what <laughs> what's going on here like you just watch them get in their car and drive off yeah you ain't got time to go hot wire no no tow truck or whatever. Is that your tow truck? Is that your neighbor? So, did you borrow I think, your mate's truck? When they when they when admitted.
1: they got when they got pulled over by the police police, that's when he changed vehicles.
2: Okay, it, it conf- mm. in the moment it confused me for a second. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, was man, like, Who I the think the fuck think
4: is all this, all this now? So what did you say, Maya
0: you, I think I think it was I think it was all thought out. I said also how he had a plan to do this and blah blah. Mm. um for me i took it as the reason why he went to the uh drunkest of alcohol was just so that they thought he was just a bum and i think i'm not sure what the laws of embassies but obviously you do your best not to raise any issues with the people that your embassy or with the citizens that mc is based in or the country that mc is based in so that's why i thought he did that rather than Seem to be spying on them from afar, because then they could say, "Okay, this guy's spying on us," they could detain and that kind of thing.
4: Mm, yeah, maybe that kind of maybe. That's
0: that's what that's what that's what that was my thinking because I have no idea what the laws are, but I assume it was it was the a drunk guy. It was still a, a bit of dumb
1: move, me. and the fact that he pissed on his own clothes, like that was I mean, yeah. yeah, manky
0: yeah stuff. Uh, Again, I feel like it's like oh, it's just a drunk. Yeah, it's just a drunk. Homeless guy, just he could have just know. wore dirty clothes, he didn't need to piss on his clothes. What, bro? <laughs> I, I, either way, either way, he could have been shot and just been like, Well, this guy was being reckless or something like that. So, do you know Fair what enough. I mean? It, it didn't really, uh, they could have a different way, I think. Yeah, no, a lot of stuff happened um,
2: that I didn't understand why he did it. Like, that <laughs> prison the prison cell fight was good,
0: yeah. Yes. Then, yes,
2: why did he flood it?
0: Brav, do you know what? Oh, so that it's so that they uh, they slip or they did not have enough traction on them on the boots because usually um, when you have prisoners who are a bit out of hand, they do stand behind each other like that. So that's all to sort of stop them from being able to advance. As yeah, I, 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 f- I felt
1: it was also to like stop them from being able to grab him as well with all the movement yeah, like, and the, and the all, splashing. Yeah. It would keep him like lubed up in it. That's that was
0: what I took from it.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm, if you see blood, of,
0: if you see blood of bone, right? Um, he um, what's his name? Michael, Michael J. J. White does something very, very similar in that. Yeah, mm. yeah, um, yeah. No, I think that's that's I it. I think. Oh yeah, do you know? I think I think one, one last thing. Sorry, one last thing. So I think with uh, Michael B. Jordan's character as well, they showed that you know he was a bit unhinged because if you look at how determined he was to finish this mission, like right, to get the person who did it. Mm. Um, to possibly person who killed his uh, wife, and unborn child. Um, things like, you know, saving equipment because said okay, can we get his equipment? If they don't get his equipment, the mission's done. The mission's mm. done, I like, need to get his equipment, right? So he almost risked drowning Yeah, to get, to get the equipment so they could finish off, so, so they could continue. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You can tell that he became very resourceful. Uh, maybe he's always been resourceful, but that was especially shown after the events of uh um, That, that, that final scene wife.
1: in Russia was a bit broke. Like, it was a bit yeah. dumb and like, unrealistic here but it still gassed me in it like with him like yeah, fighting yeah. all the coppers and kill all the people and then making yes, it back action it, jumping. Make, making it back because he sought the bodies and I was like Aah! but I it was, uh, I just felt like some of the tactical elements in that scene was a bit let down like I don't think like when mm. he threw the bag I don't think they would have just shot the bag instantly do you know what I mean that's like I don't know that just seemed like a very bad move by the Russian special forces do you know what I mean mm. But yeah, man, yeah, I I liked it, yeah. man. I enjoyed it. What what, what would you rate this one? Um, oh, did I even give it a rating? In, no, in I, don't, my, I, I, uh... I don't know if you did. That's what I'm asking.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I think I'd give it a. I think I'll give it a, a half chicken. To be honest, Fairs. um, I think that there were some elements that could have been done better. You know, um, mm. I know I was I, know I like I was defending and everything like that, which I I, I am. I'm also an expert of it anyway. Yeah. But I think more could have been done in terms of showing just how adept he was at um you know uh navigating situations get out situations Mm. um explore more his relationship it's like his his sudden loss of his uh of his uh wife and and, child child. Mm -hmm. um i saw see just how stable he was um i think if they'd through that rehab session if they explored that a bit more through the rehab and say okay this is why he's now so Broke determined up. because mm. he's you know he's had to, he's gone through he's, he's going through his trauma as he's rehabbing as well and they said okay cool now that i've done my uh, grieving and whatnot or well, i'm still grieving this is what i'm gonna do i think what they tried um,
1: to do yeah and it probably didn't come across well was use that mm-hmm. like that that nightmare sequence where He's lying in bed, he's lying in the forest of her and she gets pulled away. I think that was meant to kind of show his grief. But it just ah, wasn't it just wasn't yeah. executed well enough.
0: Mm. 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 Yeah, yep, I I yep, I yeah, I take a point. I think I agree with your point as well. Yeah.
1: Cause that's even when like at the end she was like um like basically it's not your time to die kind of thing.
0: Yeah. And that know, for me was a bit weak. Mm,
1: yeah, I, I can see it they they like maybe if they had that running through more and like him progressively getting worse and then you'd mm. have had um more like a satisfied ending that, you know, she like if she says she's going to heaven and like you've got more work to do or or something along those lines, I think mm. it would have been a little bit more impactful.
0: Yeah, you're right. If we just saw that happen throughout the throughout the film that mm. it was made be- yeah, it would be more plausible, I guess. Yeah, or at least we'd be able to understand it. Though,
1: like, any, I think if they'd done it like every time he was going to do something crazy, or they they flash to that scene with her, or, do you know what I mean? Just a little something mm. there, just showing like this is why he keeps pushing on, or this is why he yeah. doesn't. This is why he doesn't drown. This is why you know he's been shot five times, but he keeps on going because she's she's driving him on, kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah,
2: I don't know. That's just me. But, um, no, I I agree <laughs> completely. That's what I think was missing from it was showing what was driving him. Mm. Like they should have kept it going, like the nightmares or or something. Do you know what I mean, like flashes of memory or something to show what's motivating him. Because even you you can change nothing else about the film, yeah. Mm. But just litter in like a couple of scenes here and there of him having dreams or nightmares or flashbacks, just to show like, and that would add to when he does go cold and act so like. So, so like like you say in revenge mode mm. to know what's behind it like this grief would would have added to it do you yeah. know what i mean but without it it just to me a lot of the time it just fell flat mm. like even that scene with him when the when the plane was sinking and all that stuff it was the, like i didn't feel the tension of it like a lot of times in movies when someone's like potentially going to drown or like they go through a scene where they're underwater for a long time, you get that sense. Do you know what I mean? Like it takes me back to playing Sonic the Hedgehog and hearing (laughs) that music kick in. Do you know what I mean? Like that. (laughs) Yeah. But this didn't give me that. I was just like, everything was just so, it was like I was watching a documentary. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm. they didn't add any kind of like, movie magic to it it was just like so then this happens and then this happens and then this happens so then this happens and i was like well okay do you know what i mean awesome. mm-hmm. uh, I'd, I'd give it i'll I'd, I'd give it a generous quarter chicken oh wow and that's just because i like some of the action i like that he got in the car when it was on fire i thought that was funny <laughs> that was crazy <laughs> Well, yeah man that brings
1: us to the end of the episode man i hope you guys have enjoyed please uh follow us on all our socials uh share with a friend um tell a friend to tell a friend um yeah but without further ado Mind say bye to the people bye everyone catch you next time big t say bye to the people bye to the people all right guys thanks for listening bye bye now